And I'm a mama. I'm Ryan and I'm sorry, what? I am not a mama. I am I'm using the voice. Oh, wait, no one else can hear that? Let let's let's have a great show. <laughs> let's get out there and have fun with our friends. You know, you know what? I think it would be a lot easier to distribute this podcast, which is called Mama Needs a Movie by the way. Um if if we just did it through the for the brains of through the through this brain talking. That's it. Now this is a really a good easier. idea because no you know, iTunes. It, yeah, yeah, people, li- people listening, they don't know that we're we're not on a, we're not affiliated with a network or anything. And I think we're going to go because that's we're skipping over all the traditional audio uh, distributors of audio media, and we're going to go straight to brains. We're going to go s- mm-hmm. directly to brainwaves. That's what that's the plan for this show, the mm-hmm. larger distribution plan for Mama Needs a Movie. Yeah, yeah. So it's a it's a pretty creepy plan. But I, you know what? I don't think that it's going to be that difficult to do. I think it's the next step from AirPods is just straight into your brain. I am, yeah, I think so. Um, and you know what? We won't <laughs> even be hosting it. There'll be an AI that has learned your, your and my voices, has learned the fact that we can't do a synopsis for shit. Uh, right. Has yes. learned the fact we um, that I have a mama, you're not. Blah blah yes, blah. Yes. Yeah. All that and then, stuff. Yeah. Yeah. And then we'll then we'll just be dead, and it'll keep recording. Great. And there'll just be some some. AI using my stammering patterns to stammer through a film discussion. Yeah. What about your nose whistle, though? (laughs) That's mine. That's human. That you can't recreate with a robot. No, no, no. You could never. You could never. Well, you know, while we're alive, why don't we introduce our our alive guest? Yes. Uh, Um, We here at Mama Needs a Movie understand that your, your podcast options are many out there and not only that your film discussion podcast options are many and we can only the only thing that we promise is that we will always overreach with our guests we will never fail to bring in an exciting guest who today is one of our the most exciting we've ever had you've seen him in so many places i mean we're, we're huge fans of him you've seen him in in, in on kroll show you've seen him on his album ding dong delicious I swear, look up Ding Dong Delicious on Spotify if you've not <laughs> heard Ding Dong Delicious. This is an album. Don't, you know, I would only say don't look it up if you don't want songs stuck in your head. Don't do it if you don't want stuck, the songs stuck in your head. Uh, he right now has a show called Two Johns Don't Make a Right with another guy, John Schroeder, which they drive around L.A. having great conversations with funny people. Um, and, which, and listen to this. They, they do the whole thing without making a right turn. This is a show you got to check out. Our guest is a real gentleman. I've never known him to be anything less than a great guy. This is John Daly. Oh, my God. What a beautiful introduction. <laughs> um, it could be an obituary of some sort. Oh, no. Oh, yeah. That's the goal. <laughs> I think I might just transcribe it and give it to the Times, um, mm-hmm. the Sacramento mm-hmm. Times. Um, pretty funny okay it's off to a great start and uh thank you so much check out ding dong delicious the album i put out last year yes and thank you for everything and i am a great guy i agree with that and i'm i'm honored to be on mama needs a movie and we've been going back and forth for what two years about this and uh-huh. i think it's yeah. uh i'm just so glad it worked out you kept and, on yeah. saying before if you yeah. get a pod if you guys get a podcast just please have me on uh-huh yeah yes. but your um, people are people there was a lot of fighting there are a lot of percentages but it worked out yeah it worked yeah out. 
Exactly. Yeah. $50,000. <laughs> yes. For appearing. We talked you down and... to no dollars. Yeah. Good yeah, point. you guys oh. talked me down, and I immediately, I was like, I was willing to go to 45000 mm-hmm. and then immediately zero. So I was willing to go to zero, and then it ended up, I'm paying you guys 25 bucks, right? <laughs> yes. Well, just a Starbucks card, yeah. that's where we, I mean, it's complicated. It's compl- The industry is complicated, okay? You yeah. sort of are paying us. By the time you get all the time done and all the, <laughs> it does become a net loss for the guest. And you guys know it's going to be a little bit, because I'll have to order it uh online and, and mm-hmm. deliver to you in person because i don't go to starbucks because every time i go to starbucks i glue my hands to the counter mm-hmm. you know <laughs> to protest uh them charging for oat milk but i think that is a, do uh-huh. you remember when uh-huh. uh, who did that who did that oh is that a new is that a, um, is i don't that a james, james cromwell <laughs> oh yes. came into okay. his kind of precipitated all the people gluing their hands to artworks at Uh museums to protest climate change. He went in and to protest the fact that they charge 70 cents for oat milk extra. If you get a coffee with oat milk, Um, he glued, super glued his hands to the counter at Starbucks. Uh, Yeah. So he's kind of like his character in succession. It's funny. Like he's Mm -hmm. he's like a freedom fighter and he's uh, you know, just this guy who like thought it was, he came. I don't know if he came up with gluing your hands. <laughs> it's a. It's, a, it's that's so a big, extreme. Uh, super glue on your hands. Just think of that. Oh, rough stuff. I've had yeah. that. Have you experienced the feeling of super gluing your fingers together accidentally? I, I have. Yeah. yeah. And I experienced a thing where I very stupidly just not or not not just ignorantly going to the La Brea tar pits and I touched a plant like you can go right around the boiling tar pits. Basically, they yeah. have they have gates. And so. I touched a plant with tar on it and mm-hmm. it got in between my fingers and I had kind of no mechanism for, I just ignored it for a while. And then I was like, Oh, Oh God. Oh. And like tar is, <laughs> it turns out this is why they tar and feather people. It's the worst. It's like, yeah, uh, super toxic burns your, it burns your skin actively and it, uh, and it's very sticky. So watch out for that tar guys. Uh, is that also your review of the, of the Kate Blanchett movie? Is, yes. is tar. It- yeah. I got to say, Kate Blanchett <laughs> and Tar, and Tar, I don't know if you've done Tar, but movie of the year. Movie. Oh, okay. I okay. thought you didn't, did you not like it as much or what? Well, Barack what? Obama says it's great. So I think I Look, should really stop talking Look, if it's on Obama's there. list, we got it. We got it. <laughs> yeah. No, no, I, no, his, <laughs> I got his playlist on Spotify and I, I made oh, my you own. did? I found all the songs independently and put them in my own playlist and... Oh, yeah. so you just copied his playlist. <laughs> yeah, but I have some skips. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I have some skips. Sorry, Borat. Yeah. We did do tar. We talked about tar with a with a, a great guy named Dan Chamberlain, and uh, and we all, that was a strange episode because we all kind of came down on being a little bit um, conflicted about tar. I think we get, it all landed in the ref, roughly the two two and a half range of uh, of ratings. But then wow. everybody I talked to says and and it's one of these movies where i so many people i respect i I talked to nick weiger the other day that he said that was his movie of the year it's a it's a it's a movie that a lot of people say it's my favorite movie of the year yeah. and Same. and i i'm on this but i haven't seen of, triangle of sadness or i haven't seen everything but it was my favorite movie experience it was Just definitely watching. a movie yeah. movie as uh harry styles says um yeah i, it, it I, no, I don't was. know i don't know about that 
I don't know. No, is it I a movie it movie? Hey, Let's I see. Think... Is Tar a movie movie? I think it is. It's a movie movie. It is. It's one of the movies you go to see in the theater. You don't watch it uh, on Netflix. I think it's a I think it's a movie movie. I think movie. it's very talky. I think it's like too talky to be a movie movie. Really? Oh, I just loved everything. I love being like immersed <laughs> in that world. I love Todd Field, just his his use of the uh, the camera in the space and those big long scenes. Her monologues, her performance is worth watching the movie. It's so yes, uh, yeah. incredible, Ind- yeah. locked yeah. in and brilliant. And then Todd, like the oneer, the they're not oneers, but necessarily, but like just like seamless like scenes, just taking you into that weird like juilliard world and then yeah and the yeah. ending i was just i just it ended and it was like there you there will be blood kind of feeling for me where the credits were rolling and i was like oh my god oh it's over oh my god wow i just loved it i loved it i don't know why yeah 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 you're like Tar. my boy wait a minute wrong movie yeah my boy yes my milkshake <laughs> my milkshake um, yeah I mean, yeah. it's an intense movie. I think, uh, you know, it, so much of intense movies, I think, has to do with where you are and the mood and the whatever. But I think I think it's a lot of that. I was in Kate Blanchett's bathroom watching. Oh, well, that's, <laughs> that could that's, be part yeah. of it. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah. I, 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 I hadn't seen it. And I went to a party at her house and I had to pretend <laughs> through this whole thing. So I went in her bathroom and just watched it on my phone. Yeah, oh, well, that, like, that'll put the Ooh. pressure on. That's, that's yeah. Yeah, that's, yeah. yeah. And then yeah. you got you got to kind of like, it's like, it's one of those things where you, you have to make an argument for why you like it, you know. Right. Anyway, you know, yeah, yeah. yeah. Exactly. But it has to be new and different. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but I, yeah, exactly. So I wrote that down on my notes pad and I, and I went back to the party and I was like, Kate, and I delivered such a mind bench. She actually fell on the grass. She fell to her knees because mm-hmm. of my compliments. It was Wait, amazing. Wait, so you gave her, you you did yeah. a tar monologue at her about tar. Then. No, I just complimented her in such a way that it brought her to her knees. Because yeah. it was so brilliant. She was like, I've knew. won Oscars, but I've not had a compliment as good as this. As good and as I also as told as her, I was like, I was like, you know what? You sucked in Lord of the Rings. Like I started with that. <gasps> yeah. I started with you gotta, that. You got to break them down before you yeah. come back up. I yeah. neg her. You yeah. know, and then, mm-hmm. then she's like, this guy must have my number. And then I'm like, Tar was amazing. <laughs> you know, just singer praises. And it's just that's great. Because people won't believe it otherwise. You can't just be 100%. You're great. You no, got to no, no. say, you know, actually, sometimes you suck sometimes. Yeah. But this yeah. One, this find, one was pretty find good. Find a shitty movie they were in and be like, you know what I liked? This one. And they're like, wait, wait. Yeah. That was one of the best experiences of my life. <laughs> yeah, like uh, like bandits. Be like, not not a good one. Uh, bandits, bandits with Billy Billy Bob. Billy Bob and Bruce Willis. Yeah. <laughs> is Kate Blanchett no. in that? <laughs> she she is in that. Yeah. Wow. It's not memorable. I just was like, can I think of a movie that's that she's in that's not good? Oh, she's yeah. She's in mo- I Kate Blanchett is is arguably <laughs> maybe more good movies than almost any movie actor. I mean, in terms of hit ratio, she's very rarely in a bad movie. But Bandits is kind of a bad movie. I, I the thing I remember about that movie is that it's like sort of a love triangle where she's in. Yeah, isn't it mm-hmm. Bruce Willis? Bruce Willis and and, yeah. and Billy Bob Thornton. I think at the end she ends up <laughs> with both of them. They end <gasps> oh, up in some kind of strange whoa, situation where she's like, I'm gonna like date you both or something like. And I don't think the audience was ready for it at the time. It's reverse. Mm. Well, they weren't ready for uh, Billy Bob blowing Bruce. That's a lot yeah. of bees. I was, though. That's yeah, why I, was I didn't just... like it. I was like, where is the scene where yeah. they do it? Yeah. Ugh. Kate Blanchett had the best seat in the house. To <laughs> that disgusting sex act. Um, but yeah, that's So that's the angle with that is, oh, you know what was underappreciated? And it's just uh, the, the ending blew my mind. 
bandits? And then she's like, oh, you saw it. Oh my God. Yeah. And like, yeah, then, yeah. or she's like, that was embarrassing for me. And I was like, no, 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 my darling, sit as I, yeah. And then yeah. brings her to her knees with these brilliant compliments. Yes. Anyway, I loved Tar. Yeah, loved it. Uh, um, I wanted to ask you real quick. We we saw each other, or we we actually we've all seen each other recently at uh, events for uh, for Paul T. Goldman, the great, the uh, best uh, Jason Moliner uh, uh, made show, which we highly recommend. You go out and check it out. Uh, you 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 have a, an injury right now. Uh, yeah. Oh, you, yeah. There you, you go. You, yeah. You you broke your finger. Yeah, I broke my pinky, my left pinky, from uh, drinking. Tea? tea yeah i put it up and i it, it just cracked and i yeah it w- i was at a crazy tea party uh, you were really just, great you were being extreme proper well yeah I, yeah exactly i had my top hat on and mm-hmm. you know i was being extremely proper and then just uh no um i was in the park and my dog was trying to fight sort of another dog um not really fight but like they were just getting a little too rough and i was like this looks rough and this dog is smaller than my dog so i went up grabbed the dog's collar just as she lunged wrenched uh got my finger caught in the the loop the metal loop where you uh put the leash you attach the leash caught in that little thing and it just went bounce and and i looked down and i thought this is gross so spoiler but or i mean a trigger but uh, I thought fully that I had uh, pulled my fingernail off and I looked down with horror, kind of like, oh, my God, my fingernail's gone. And it wasn't. But my finger was like bruised. And I was like, oh, no. And then it's broken. Yeah. Broke my fingertip. Is that your first break? Um, I had a fracture when I was in second grade, like seven years old or so. Uh, I was playing soccer and I, br- I fractured my arm. And it hurt so bad, and I that I projectile vomited. That's what I remember <gasps> about that. Was yeah, that one it, where your parents were like, "We immediately have to go to the hospital," or were they like, "No, it was mm. immediate." Oh yeah, okay. no, I was like freaking out, and the the pain made me nauseous, and I vomited almost immediately because my body was just like, "Well, what do we do with this? Oh, vomit, <laughs> do everything, pull every trigger, pull every body thing." Started bleeding. Yeah, so uh, that was traumatic. Yeah, but uh, it wasn't that bad. I've never, I've never had like a really bad knock on wood break. Bad injury. Yeah, Ryan, didn't you have a similar era? Uh, uh, yeah, I was probably in second grade. I, I yeah. was going, I was going down a hill on a bicycle that I shouldn't have been going down a very steep hill, and I slammed on the brakes in panic. Mm-hmm. And uh, I must, I was probably seven years old, and I flipped over the uh, handlebars and landed in the gutter and fractured yeah. my arm. But but mine was like I went home and was crying and was like, this is bad. Like my arm hurts. And my dad was like, OK, get t- get like, you know, take a bath. Like, let's see if we're a bath. <laughs> yeah. Take and I was a like, bath. Yeah, I was like, it. I think this is worse than that. I think something's bad. <laughs> well, that's what I, that's what it's so fucking funny. Like recently, Jay Leno has been has uh, was working on his of course he has a steam powered car from like 1920 yes. uh-huh. and he's working on this steam powered car the thing explodes in his face and burns him this is i learned all this from adam carolla's podcast so ace it's ace and leno and it's like two hours it's an amazing listen if you're uh, into jay leno as i am but uh uh-huh. jay leno burned his face to the point where his quote is, my face was on fire. So it was like the flesh of his face was burning actively. Mm-hmm. And 
his he was only his eyesight was only saved because his friend was there and his friend uh put his had his like hand in front of Jay's face. He happened to as it happened. Jay was like badly injured and he's like, eh. <laughs> he's like <laughs> he's like very John Wayne about things. He's like, ah, it's not a big deal, you know. And everyone was like, You have to go to the hospital. And he was like, I got a show at Flappers. I got a show at Flappers. Oh my God. You always have a show at Flappers. You don't need to go. Show at Flappers like eight days a week. But he's so addicted to like working that he was just like, I got a show at Flappers. I can't go. And his skin's hanging off and everyone in his life was like, no, you have to get, no, no, no. We're not going to let you do the show. We're not going to, it's, you have, and he was like, all right. So I went to Cedar sinai and they were like, you have to stay overnight. You have to get in a hyperbaric chamber right now. I said, ah, no, I got to work. I got to work. And he left the hospital. Hospital, yes. and they said this is the worst. This is the worst decision you can make, sir. And the, he was like, "No, no, no." He went home, like drove his classic car <laughs> home, and was like, "Ah, I'll be fine." His face is hanging off. He's so tough and like, like particular about things. I think it's just like he's particular about things. He home like five o'clock is when he's like home with Mavis or whatever. And then he does mm-hmm. a show, takes a helicopter to his show or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then he he ended up going to the back to the hospital and had to be in a hyperbaric chamber for three weeks, <laughs> like major major stuff. And he was like, Adam Carolla is just like they're kind of. He's just like, so did you think that was a good idea? And he's like, well, the last thing you want to hear is some celebrity complaining. You know, it's like it's like, dude. Yeah, but that was that was yeah. that was bad. Yeah. That was a That's, bad idea. You're, you can go ahead and complain about that. You got your face melted off. <laughs> you're you're <It's> allowed. <laughs> yeah, he's like, uh, yeah, it's a... not a big deal. I was in World War Two. Uh... <laughs> yeah, yeah. What the... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He's very World War Two. I feel like he was. Oh, oh, course, like but... like like people were in World War Two. I wasn't, so it's not a big deal <laughs> like that. Exactly. Yeah, I like very much the the, low, the lower end Leno that you're doing because a lot because the, the the impulse is to be very very high, but he but it's a lot of mm-hmm. Leno exists there on that's the, the that's the I know this is wrong, but you're going I'm so charming you're just gonna let me cajole you into like whatever. So that's with him with the nurses, just like ah, you know, the last thing you want is a celebrity <laughs> complaining. I'm, I know I'm actively bleeding. I'm gonna go home. He would, <laughs> He had to. He had to have skin grafts, extensive skin grafts. Ugh. Like it's so crazy to me that it just says something about him that he just went up. Was like, no, no, no. I gotta I'm, go I'm to gonna, flappers. Yeah, I'm, gotta go. So when you were injured, did you? Were yeah. you? I was in World War Two about it, or? <laughs> were um, you? I did wait. I guess I was because I did wait until the next day. I was like, I was like, this is definitely something's wrong. But I could. I had full range of motion kind of. So I was like, oh, I wonder, I wonder if it's okay. Then I went and it's, uh, I went the next day and, um, I found out that it was broken, got the x-rays. And if you look at my Instagram, um, mm-hmm. my, the last picture I posted is my x-ray, my broken fingertip. Everybody check out John Daly Graham Instagram. <laughs> uh-huh. yeah. Yeah. And yeah. my broken fingertip looks like Homer Simpson. Just check it <laughs> no. out. All right. It we looks have to look like at this right now. And and you'll be surprised at actually how much I think it looks like Homer Simpson. It really like, does. It's, it's not like... a little bit. It kind of looks like it. Uh-huh. Uh, with his, uh, are you looking at it? Are you seeing it? I'm I'm pull I'm pulling it up. Pull it, it looks up. like it looks. I think you should print it out and put it under the table of Jitlada. It's a oh Jitlada level That's Homer crazy. drawing. <laughs> Are you seeing it? Yes, that's really it's crazy. Good. 
and I wrote dough coming out of his mouth like the next picture is like it's bananas how oh. much it looks like it and then there's also a picture there of my pinky um, that's probably two hours after I broke it it's like covered with uh, bruise yeah um, is this yeah. a celebrity thing though uh, like instead of feet is is hands a thing? Can you put this on wiki hands? I think x-rays are... There's There's got to be freaks out there who are like, where's the x-rays, man? I want to see some... I want to see some bones clacking. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Nothing makes me hornier than some bones. <laughs> it's like naked. It's like extra naked x-rays. Yeah, it's even more naked. Yeah. <laughs> well... Uh, we'll put this up on our Instagram to reroute Wait. people to this porn right here. Uh, but that's solid. Did the doctor notice this or did you notice it first? Um, what? That the Homer Simpson? The Homer no, Simpson. I, I noticed yeah. it. He was a humorless man. <laughs> <laughs> I would have been like, look, it looks like humor. Homer Simpson. He would have been like, uh, okay. Yeah. People okay. say a lot of things. You're crazy. Yeah. You're not trained. Don't ask that, me any for me, I'm questions. Like, you're, you're an untrained. Yeah. Well, Leno. Why am I you... sitting on this paper? <laughs> Leno. Yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm glad that our that our comedy treasures are, are coming out of their injuries. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Equally in, severe. That's good. Yeah. In 2023. Um, oh yeah. Leno. Leno's when he came out and and they showed like pictures of what he looks like. I was like, I know he probably looks a little different because of the skin grafts and everything. Mm -hmm. Couldn't tell the difference. No. I was like, yeah. that's mm -hmm. a man with just a big. The thing you mainly think about him is what a large face. Um, mm -hmm. uh, a large face. Yeah. I, yeah. I, I. I'm sure I've I've abused the the Leno picture that I have. I got a selfie with Leno, uh -huh. but I I basically got a selfie with Leno. In the craziest place ever, I was driving up a mountain with my friend. We were going for a hike, like a really like probably about an hour drive to this hike into the Angeles National Forest. All of a sudden, we're, we're done with the hike. We do this big loop. We're going back to my car. All of a sudden, this crazy supercar pulls up like a BMW electric, insane looking like a BMW Lamborghini type thing. Mm -hmm. And then another supercar. And then another one, vroom, 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 like these crazy cars. Out of it is like this, like, like super good looking Latin dude, like ultra jacked, like who exactly who you think is going to get mm -hmm. out of this car. Then another dude. And then Jay Leno. <laughs> so great. <laughs> I was like, oh man, I have to get a selfie. He's on a mountaintop. This is the craziest. He was so fucking nice. I was just like, Man, I'm Team Leno. This is great. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. That yeah. sounds like what people think happens in LA. That's like the just that's like someone in Utah is like, yeah. well, when you're in LA, you, you see, see celebrities, celebrities everywhere, like, like in a that. mountaintop. Yeah. And it's like <laughs> the biggest celebrity. And they're nice and they take pictures with you. I was like, yeah. I love you. I, you make me feel like I'm a little boy. <laughs> he, he pushed me away, but I had to make sure. He, you make me feel like I'm 11 years old. Okay, okay. Sorry. And I'm staying up late. Oh, boy. I used to love you. I love you. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I know you're just, I'm a new guy to you, but you make me feel like I'm a little boy, sir. Um, I think that's good advice for people coming to Los Angeles. If you're if you do wish to see a celebrity, we can't guarantee that you'll see Ryan Reynolds or uh, any uh, of the Ryan. So, so anybody words. running yeah. around. But if you if you drive <laughs> around Burbank enough, you will see Leno drive driving in his car. Oh yeah, uh, uh -huh. you, yeah. You will see Leno. 
you, well, you, and also well, Evangeline. That's another one you'll see driving around in their car. Angeline? Her car. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yes. Evangeline. Yeah. Did I call her there. Evangeline? <laughs> you called her Evangeline. That's her sister who's yeah, went <laughs> another drives, direction. <laughs> she drives a red car. It's weird. They have a fight. It's like the Zanku family that split up with the murders. It's like it's like that level of drama. <laughs> oh, my God. Wait, the Zanku fight? I don't know about that. Oh, but, there's uh, there's some there's some beef with the Zanku. There's like a, the Zanku murder, like the the house of gucci kind of murder thing mm-hmm. whoa and, and it, it split the zanku restaurants right so like one's yeah. the, the real zanku and one's the other like the fake zanku yeah or I the mean, yeah oh wow the same recipe. <laughs> yeah there's a there's a like a russian baths in manhattan that i used to go to and it was like brothers who hate each other and so one the, the 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 split was like from wednesday to saturday one of them owns it and from sunday to tuesday another one of them owns it and With it's like shared custody yeah and it's like slightly different when one of them takes control oh there's the good parent yeah. who lets you have cookies okay yeah who yeah. gets the bathhouse on christmas morning <laughs> i know i know yeah that's the big well it's alternating on halloween so <laughs> yeah well I, I love, I do love business fights. Uh, yeah. It's so funny. It's so funny. I mean, not murder so much, but. Crest and Colgate. Yeah. <laughs> right. Post and Kellogg's. It's crazy. Oh, I'll get you one day. <laughs> yeah. Well, today we are talking about a movie that has, uh, was almost made uh, and wasn't made. And there's a documentary about the making, the attempted making of Dune. Uh, it's very interesting. And then there's this Dune made by David Lynch in 1984. And then there's a current Dune, Timothée Chalamet. And uh, yeah, it's a lot of, it's in the books. There were there like nine books, I want to say. tons of books. Many so books. many yeah. books. Uh, really enough books to probably wallpaper your house if you used individual pages. Um, what Definitely. is your background in Dune? Have you read the books? Do you know? Um, I loved the, I, like, I feel like I was like traumatized by the movie when I was a kid. Like I oh. saw it on HBO, I think at like really young age and like the stuff with Baron Harkonnen mm-hmm. and like the Disturbo, David Lynch, like people, like scenes and close-ups and everything like really really scarred me emotionally in some way. And so uh-huh. I lo- like I l- have a certain attachment to it. I think I think first of all that it is almost an equal piece of art uh to the to the new one. And I think it's brilliant, but it is like a movie as a movie it really like falls apart and it's tough to it's tough to keep loving the last third of it because it's so mm-hmm. it's pretty boring, man. And it's like, what is happening? <laughs> what? Yeah. Whoa! All right, uh, my brain turns off. Like my brain just goes smooth. Yeah. And but in in anticipation for the new one, I read the book. And oh wow! So that was the first time you'd read it. That was the first time I'd read it. So in in anticipation of this, like I loved the 1984 Dune, and then read the book in anticipation of this, and then saw this this uh, new one. Loved it, and the book is the most boring thing. The book is mm-hmm. there. Mm. There are certain scenes you want to see from the book, but they do most of the cool stuff. So that's my connection to Doom. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But one yeah. thing I realized is like David Lynch added so much stuff, like yeah. mo- like David Lynchy movie stuff, mm. and his costumes just amazing. That's the. What do you think? What did you think of the Jodorowsky? Did you see that? 
thing. Yeah, that documentary. Yes. Yeah. Yes, yeah, which yeah. is yeah. terrific. That was actually the first thing. Really interesting. I didn't grow up at, at all with Dune. Didn't know. Didn't know the book. Had, had actually not seen the Lynch version. And the, so the very first thing I ever was exposed to was the documentary on on uh, on uh, Jodorowsky, Hodorowsky. I don't know his his version of Hodorowsky. Dune. Yeah, I think. Um, yeah, and, and it, that was mine too. Might be Jodorowsky. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, and yeah, it's a um, remarkable documentary. If you're at all interested in Dune, check that out because it's even if you know nothing of Dune, just his casting ideas and yeah. mm -hmm. his discovery of Geiger of H.R. Geiger, kind of before even Alien uh, had him. He kind of basically the, what he had assembled there to make a film, uh, and the way that it resonated in later science fiction movies is an incredible story. Really, right. would have been it would have been the scariest movie I've ever seen, though. I think. <laughs> I think yeah. the documentary I could tolerate, but just imagining what that would have actually been would have been one of the most despairing, creepy things I've ever seen, I think. Yeah. And the Lynch one is pretty creepy. Like, it, it is. It's it is. scarred me. Like the costuming, like somebody, I was reading an article about it and they were like, they, they said like the backgrounds are pretty stock sci-fi backgrounds a lot and i was like okay maybe yeah mm. but the the costumes like in lynch's dune are so disturbing that mm -hmm. it disturb it upset me as a kid and it shocked me because this the guy that baron harkonnen like in that yes. crazy baron harkonnen scene which is the craziest performance ever <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> his performance is upsetting and how like just like like <laughs> how much of a so pig he is is so fucked up <laughs> But he has this like twink guy that he pulls the heart plug. Like David Lynch mm -hmm. invented all that heart plug shit. Yeah, like, yes, not yeah. in the book. It's crazy, yeah. and it's a pretty big part of the movie. Uh, but he invented this like so. There's a plug right where your heart is that any at any moment, if you're one of these like service drones. No, I think the Baron has them also. He like, also has. Any them. Moment, That's why it's confusing. Yeah, at any moment, anyone can be like killed by pulling basically like a little ring that's on your heart plug, which is crazy. But well, the isn't that about romance, really? Though <laughs> that's true. That's true. <laughs> that's get true. Heart, don't get yeah. your heart plug pulled. It's all a big metaphor for the yeah for the heart yeah. But that scene is so strange because they pull he pulls it out, and then we have that like that classic like blood's better on the on the on the roses. So David Lynch, like the right. not roses, but like fake purple, roses, fake yeah. flowers, like weird, yeah, that have been put in place maybe so that blood can splatter on them because they they put them there and then the blood splatter. But I was like, oh, this is also like the cutaway in an old movie when there's a sex scene. Like mm -hmm. whatever he's actually doing to well, the think, guy is yeah, very. It's like sexual it, we can't assault. Even see it. We can't even. I see think it. what he's yeah. doing is sexually it. assalting him, mm -hmm. and they couldn't show. Plug? Like, isn't there? No, he's pulling the heart plug and like fucking him or something. As There's he dies. something. As I think he dies. So, yeah. Yes. Yeah, I think yeah. he's like he's like fucking them around all of his like people to like shock them and and he's pulling the heart plug and the the thing that but anyway, the garment that disturbed me was the guy's he has a plastic t-shirt on. Yeah. And you can like see his nipples <laughs> underneath. I was like, oh <laughs> the plastic t-shirt like turned my stomach as a six-year-old or seven-year-old. I still remember it. Ugh, it's so um, vulnerable like the whole thing is just like the way that he looks where he's like a little baby david bowie sort of yes yeah it's like like a twink david bowie the heart plug the way everyone's standing around watching and they're like oh boy it's one of his, he's gotta do this thing even right. for us it's a lot yeah <laughs> i think i find it interesting that this is the first thing because this going into the movie this actually in revisiting it this was the scene that stuck in my head 
And like a disturbing scene, I, it made me want to rewatch it again and try to get to the bottom of what was disturbing about it. And I think that for some, something about watching this movie right now, this is the scene that sticks out above. I mean, there's a ton of shit in this movie, but this is the thing that really resonates is this is how disgusting Harkonnen is. And yeah. this scene that takes place in this weird green room. And I was reading, I didn't go that deep into the research, but there's a, there's a critic at the time named Robin Wood, who was a well-regarded critic, who accused this movie, Dune, of being a, one of the most homophobic films ever made. Mm. And he said, it's with specific reference to this scene. And he said yeah. that it, what it shows, I guess he's interpreting Harkonnen as a, as a gay character who's mm-hmm. like, uh, uh, whatever, uh, sexually assaulting. I think this. that's allu- that's alluded to in the book. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, and I think that's actually fair because I because I think 1984, like that it came out in 1984, which is a little bit early, but that he has this hor- horrific disease. Exactly, the welts are like a, yeah. and he's he's like he. It's like blood, blood murder is like. Yeah, there's some, uh, there's some stuff in there that's like ooh oh. But it's yeah, like a dis- the the skin disease is something that he weirdly cultivates, and yes, that's even more disturbing. He, likes it. he comes in, he's like, "Get the <laughs> doctor," and he gets him horny or something. Yeah, and he's, he's into got it. these giant welts that they, he likes to have them like fucked with with. And the guy, which David <laughs> yeah. Lynch wrote wrote this from whole cloth, but he he uh, all I think all of the medical stuff that's happening he wrote from whole cloth. But but uh, it, at one point, one of the doctors goes. Put the pick in there, Pete, and turn it round real neat. And it's yes. just so fucking. You know, David Lynch was like, "Oh, that'll creep everyone out." Yeah, <laughs> it was like, really creep out. Yeah, then, I was he... at Bob's Big Boy, and I came up with a thing to say about it in the middle of my hamburger. Such a weirdo. I love it. And then, he, then, but then that guy goes on, and he says, "You are so beautiful. Your skin loved to me. Your diseases lovingly cared for for all eternity." Yeah. It's like the oh. most David Lynchy like. It's greeting card rhyme, yeah, but super creepy. And then the guy next to them is drinking, looks like juice boxes of mice. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he 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 presses oh, a thing that kills juice. a live mouse, and the live mouse's uh, a life essence goes in his mouth. That's a. Uh, I forget the character's name, but the who cares? The, 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 the guy who's not Sting. The guy who's not Sting. <laughs> Who's like, oh, yes. Yeah. yes, yeah. It's Baron yeah. Harkonnen's son. He's, yes, he's like a, a yeah, the guy, berserker uh, or something. Yes, a different guy, um, the other guy that's kind of like Sting's buddy. Sting yeah, is Sting a monumental is, yeah. performance. It's unbelievable. Everything he's in, it's like, why didn't you become... He's just like Daniel Day-Lewis good to me. Like Sting and everything. <laughs> I really like he's Sting so too brilliant. as an actor. Yeah. He's so fun to watch in this movie. It's like, and he's having so much fucking fun you're just like why aren't you in everything like i really don't know why he didn't take off as an actor i remember as a as a little kid sting hosted snl and he was in sketches i think he was like in i remember that snl and i remember like my entire family going like sting is funny too like sting was as funny as anyone (laughs) now that hosts snl and they did a sketch that was Rob Schneider's character, copy guy character, going sting, sting, a ding, 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 dong, making copies. Wow! And now Rob uh, Schneider's <laughs> politics are something that we all love. Uh, he yeah. probably still yeah. loves anyway, Sting, though. That could have been funny. Real but, Rob. Uh, he loves Sting. They still hang out. Yeah, Sting is so uh, like 
insanely uh good looking and insanely intense in that like he's just like mm-hmm. uh when they fight like when they have their fight fide and paul like mm-hmm. uh mm-hmm. so amazing uh he doesn't i don't think he does sting have a line in this movie i wanted to he say does that he, and he okay. says he says his line readings are insane and he goes he goes <laughs> i will kill you he like sings it almost <laughs> He's like, when he's fighting Paul, he's like, I will kill you. And then he says it again. He's like, as if to, as if to make, as if to normalize his speech pattern. He goes, I will kill him. (laughs) And it's almost like, but it's alien and it's really weird. And you could tell David Lynch was like, fuck yeah, man. Just go, go, go with that. That's how you, that's how musicians talk. Yes. Yes. More. Yeah. I well, just, then, like, people aren't going to know that he's Sting. So it's like, go with it. Go with it. Make him as Sting as possible. Yeah. But God, so fit. And those underpants. It's really banana. nice. It's bananas. Really nice. But I think Sting was just like, I'm about music. I don't give a fuck <laughs> about that. Like, I literally think he's like, he was in the police. He's just like, no, I'm like, why, why would I keep doing this? Yeah. Um, this silly business. Yeah. Yeah. This is a stacked cast, I would say, and I don't want to get too too much in a, in a comparison with the. I mean, I guess I guess we can compare it to to twenty twenty one Dune, but the, I forget how many actors I really love are in this movie. Uh, yes. From the very top, there's Virginia Madsen. There's of course we have Kyle MacLachlan. You get the greats. Dean Stockwell shows up. Max mm-hmm. von Sydow shows Our up. Our favorite. <laughs> Dean, Dean Stockwell. <laughs> He's great. Favorite of the show. Favorite of the yeah. pod. That's, that's probably Stockwell. like top a top three actor for, that we like on <laughs> Mama Needs a Movie. <laughs> I think he's great in this because he plays a guy who's like, oh, yes, he's a trusted member of our uh, monarchy, you know, but. but He's a doctor, but, right? Or, yeah. yeah. But yeah. he, yeah, he's one of the doctors. Max von Sydow is the other doctor. But he's like. You know, he has his reasons. And I think that also in the new Dune is an interesting character. But I way prefer Dean Stockwell's portrayal of that guy. Yeah. I think yeah. It's, it's, it's pretty cool. The poison tooth. The poison tooth. So good. Yes. This tooth. The tooth. The tooth. <laughs> the tooth. The close up on the mouth with the tooth. The tooth. Yeah. 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 Another thing about this this version is that apparently like the studio made them do all the voiceover shit mm-hmm. like, the, uh, like yeah. most of the stuff but i think it ends up making the having the effect of being like a more like weirdly spiritual experience like hearing all this like intimate whispering in people's heads actually like it has an effect i, I yeah i think people david lynch like hated doing it but yeah. i love it and i missed it in the 2021 version i agree completely completely yeah, yeah. I, I think yeah. it reminded me more of like a like a like a lady's weepy from the from the 50s or something like a lady like they used to do that more i think in the 40s and 50s right it was like a, yeah. a lady being like i love him but perhaps i shouldn't and mm-hmm. she's looking out a window yeah. or something and i don't think that kind of like inner monologue stuff is used as much right. and it comes across in here as sort of like spooky but somehow very different than star wars which is surprising because they're mm-hmm. doing right. some star wars stuff but it doesn't feel like star wars at all which i'm like how right it's- well i think what dune dune is like the thinking man's star wars so it's like <laughs> having the these creepy, people the plagued <laughs> and like and it makes the uh it makes the box scene where um the 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 bene Gesserit witch like makes him put yeah. his hand in the box oh, it yes, makes that pain. scene because his you hear his mother's thoughts his mother's like could he be 
could he be the one, you know, and stuff yeah. like that when he's got it. And it just kind of adds a color to it. That's so like stuck with me. And I missed it. Even though I like the new version, there's something about it. That's a little bit like superhero fied. Yeah. You know, like it's not like, even though the, it's got great actors in it and it's, it's great. Like it's really great. I well, do I think like the, it a lot. The, the, but, that like the order of the Bene Gesserit is, is treated I mean, I think that the space of time between these two movies, you could see like, oh, it's a it's a sect of powerful women is like 1984, super creepy, 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 creepy. And now it's like, actually, I mean, they're it's cool. It's kind of cool. Right. Like there's they're more they're more gentle with these ladies mm-hmm, making them like out. Yeah. Right. Which villains or yeah, they're yeah. not just like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you mean in the old one? No, in the new one, I think they're yeah. not as because in the you know she's got the like black stuff between her teeth, right, and right. It's, she seems to be sort of getting off on the idea that she could kill this kid. Just <laughs> a little. Oh, that's why I like it. It feels it just feels so much more. Uh, well, that's what uh, I'm saying is like yeah. it's it's more like oh a creepy witch is gonna kill your son. <laughs> yeah. Rather than like, this is a ritual that people go through or something mm-hmm. like we that. We have to. It's our job. And the, yeah. And mm-hmm. the witches are kind of like wearing these like full, really cool costumes in the new one. But it kind of like, yeah, it just seems like this is a force. Like everything <laughs> in new movies, does everything feel a little bit like less? It's better looking and they can do more. But there's just a there's a certain amount of superhero sheen to it or something. Yeah. No matter yes. what you yeah. do. Yeah. And yeah. down to like, there's something that like David Lynch didn't put in the 1984 one, but isn't it? And I think, I think it's cool is when, uh, Javier Bardem shows up to, uh, Duke Leto's kind of chambers and he spits. You remember that he like spits on the ground and they're offended mm-hmm. at first. And then they're like, he's, you know, it turns out like spitting on the ground is a, uh, a sign of respect, you know, mm-hmm. for, mm-hmm. uh, people from the sieges and, and they didn't do that, but that's that was kind of like a. It felt marvelly to me. I don't know. There's something marvelly about everything <laughs> yeah. now. Well, everything is. All the humor in the new one is that kind of jock kind of Marvel humor. Like, hey kid, you're like Jason Momoa is like, hey, your muscles aren't as big as my as, our, as my muscles yeah. or whatever. Like, and, How about me? Yeah, it's like yeah. locker room talk. And it's okay, locker room talk, uh, and which is okay. It's okay. It's very contemporary. My thing with this new Dune, I, 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 I very much feel this, and I don't love the new Dune really. Um, is that I think that it is non-committal. I think that my theory is that uh, Denis uh, Villeneuve. Uh, mm-hmm. I'm like lights camera Jackson uh, mispronouncing his name. <laughs> Denis Villeneuve. Uh, I think that in his version, he he felt sort of the failure of the past dunes he, he knew that people laughed at lynch's dune and uh, uh, jodorowsky's didn't make it to the screen and so he tried to make a very nondescript movie in terms of design like everything's very austere and spare and the sets and the performances are muted and everything but you lose strangeness you know and that's what i like so much about lynch's dune is that there's extreme strangeness to some of the performances and there's color you know there's actual Mm -hmm. color that pops in it you know um yeah it's 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 more it's more like the wizard of oz than like dune 2021 oh yeah dune 1984 yeah dune 2021 one comparison i read an article about was people uh it, it did start from the perspective of the Fremen, you know, it's kind of mm-hmm. the, the movie starts from the perspective of the like lowest class on Dune. And, 
he makes it kind of more about class, which I think is valid. Like Dennis, Denis makes it more kind of like, you start with the poorest people and David Lynch's is definitely like palace intrigue kind of stuff. Um, mm. It's kind of Game of Thrones. It's Game of Thrones. A lot yeah. of that. A lot of Game of Thrones vibes. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. It doesn't, I don't know. I, I feel like I, ha- I have to, like years have to go by before I really appreciate the new Dune or something. Mm-hmm. But I thought it was good when I saw it. Yeah, I thought it was good. When, but you're right about like everything's like a certain color. Everything's like a hue. And the special effects are amazing. And like the, the ending makes sense, even though it's only half of the story, you know, they'll keep yeah. going. But It's like dun, dun, dun. And then uh, the, I think watching this because I had just seen the, the new Dune, I was like, oh, wait, I'm getting the whole story from this, which is kind of fun. Like the... Right. That I that I was a little like, yeah, that doesn't seem like a lot happened, honestly, in this movie. <laughs> it was yeah. a lot of but I did I read this article about how if you have ADD, ADHD, mm-hmm. uh, that the best thing you can do for yourself is have uh really nothing in your house <laughs> that it calms your brain decision making, like your decision making wears out. And I was mm. like, Wow, well, that's the difference between these two movies. One of them is like, ah, there's so much stuff in this scene. <laughs> right. And the other one is like, you could totally get some work done. You really could. You would just sit down in one of the desks with nothing on it and you'd go yeah. and write that screenplay. <laughs> yeah. 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 The I mean, I did watch the new Dune. I watched both movies and I watched, I gotta say, I was on my phone for the new Dune and the old Dune, I was like, ah. Oh God! I don't know if I want to watch this. Like I was like, yeah. fully engaged, yeah. but kind of like disgusted, and like oh. it's just it's really David Lynch, you know, just like yeah. making making it fucking. He's like, yeah, this isn't fucking like gonna blow anyone's mind. I got to add some shit that really wrecks people. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. Well, like, he, uh, paint, he makes paintings where he puts meat in them, and then in this. He has that whole scene was just like the most vegan thing I've ever seen is the uh, like the cows hanging upside down. And one of the guys just walks by and oh, and yeah. just rips off part of the cow's face oh, and eats it. Yeah. And then they yes. have this sort of like wow. weird sex mouth, just like mastication conversation. Yeah. And I'm like, I'm dying. Yeah. Just the sounds. <laughs> oh, Oh, Ugh. it's like whatever ASMR, but not that, like the worst. Ah. It's like people on podcasts about food who eat like they're like, yeah. we're trying different peanut butters today. No, don't, don't. All right, let's don't. do Jif. No. It's fucking satanic. Oh, it's, the PB and talk. Uh, say what you want about that. Joe Rogan's politics. He doesn't smack his mouth. That's why I listen. <laughs> All right, that's valid. <laughs> this, that's but all I, was I care like, about. And then, and then the other guys who are just like seem to be like squirting something into the cows. Like their job is to like pump on these bellows. That I'm just like, there's so much to right. unpack in this frame that is yeah. like so fucking horrible. <laughs> yeah, and Ooh. it's like kind of chintzy it's like warhol's factory it's like mm-hmm. people with like sometimes there's this guy with weird sunglasses on and you're like oh <laughs> and it feels some of them have that look and kind of a, almost like an like a like they're unconscious but smiling 
kind mm-hmm. of like in Blue Velvet when uh, Laura Dern walks into the room at the end with the guy with the broken skull oh, the and all that yellow shit. Man. Yeah, the yeah. guy's just like yeah. just like staring ahead, like half conscious. And there's just people in Dune that like have a certain look where you're like, ugh, like <laughs> it's so yeah. great. Yeah, I I'll, love it. I'll put a I'll put a heart thingy and I'll fuck you later. Like yeah. <laughs> I'll fuck you yeah. later, people. <laughs> I do think that uh, Chalamet is so good in the new Dune. He's just like really. And a role that's kind of like nothing. Like there's no, he you can kind of do anything. Like his smoldering, he does a great job. Like I love Kyle MacLachlan. Period. He's like a legend. But uh, and I'm not comparing them. I think Kyle MacLachlan's amazing in, in Dune. But like Timothy is really good, and his Rebecca Ferguson, who plays his mother, is yeah unbelievable. I She's really, so I really liked her. Yeah, their their relationship was really cool, and I feel like. David Lynch's movie is just too chopped up for them to even have a relationship. They do have one, but yeah, like there's more intimacy and like when they when they go into that sand trap, that sand mm-hmm. tent thing, that's great. I mean, it really yeah. that was like the, their whole like journey into the desert is really cool. A rare mother son watching it, I was like, this is kind of an interesting mother son big yeah. sci-fi spectacle. You don't see a ton yeah. of those. I guess. Well, Terminator. yeah, like a guy, like a like a magic guide who's who's your mom. Uh, and I, I, I mean, it was more plausible with Timothy because he's younger. So it was, I think, like the age difference between the new Dune mother son is like plausible-ish. And yeah. in the 1984 one, it's like you're the same age. Yeah, it's kind of like you're the same age. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. Um, everybody's like 25, or, or I don't know how old she was, but uh, yeah. But yeah, Rebecca Ferguson, and they kind of have. I mean, this is. Uh, trigger warning but they kind of have a will they or won't they vibe (laughs) i mean let's face it let's face it hey a lot of stuff that's weird is fine in this community so yeah maybe they will i mean look yeah in the siege anything goes yeah Um, yeah i mean i wouldn't bat an eye at that in dune on arrakis on Caledon, <laughs> we've got still suits on. How dirty can I mean? This is fine. We got still suits on the whole time. That's how you and decide. The, <laughs> and Lynch's dude, they they go. I, I didn't. I forgot. And I, I don't believe they do this in the new one. Max von Sydow goes out of his way to say the urine and feces is expelled through the thigh pads. Like, <laughs> <laughs> it's yeah, like okay, right. good detail. <laughs> that's yeah, right. And they're like, no. <laughs> yeah, you only you only lose a yeah. And the new one, it's like yeah. That woman describing it, you only lose a thimbleful of moisture every day. Um, yeah, but what happens to my shit? <laughs> one thing that they do make, it, the desert and the, like when you go outside of the siege in the new dune, the desert feels as it should extremely dangerous and fucked up. And like, yeah. you could die at any point. And in the first dune, it just is kind of like weird like i don't know it feels like really chintzy with the outdoor stuff and Mm -hmm. i do love the like and it kind of holds up the like final worm dance the weird they circle up at the end you know (laughs) they all high five each other (laughs) the kind of special effects even though it's like fakey 80s stuff like it does kind of work in a way like in like the big bursts of sand they come through it's pretty cool yeah, that whole bit at the end where it's like, yes, and their love blossomed and the uh, the baby grew and it's like, geez, this is like someone saying, wrap it up, wrap it up, please, just like, let's wrap it <laughs> yeah, up. That's let's probably Dino De Laurentiis saying, wrap it up. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. Like, I feel up. like I'm being hurried through the rest of this movie. Like. 
Yeah. It, and everything was fine. And blah, 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 blah. And, and, and. Yeah. Up. And it can't be four hours, so we have to finish it now. And then the, the let's bring out the creepy Fremen girl. For he is the Kwisatz Haderach. Baba credits. Just like, okay. <laughs> She's like, hee, hee, hee. I'm so weird. And then it's yeah. stay tuned for Children of Dune or whatever. Yeah. yeah. But that, that witch is like, kill her, kill her. Mm. And uh, she's like, no. <laughs> uh, yeah, that little Alicia girl. Witt. What great casting. Is it really? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Alicia Witt. Yeah. Wow. Alicia Crazy. Witt. Um, you know what? That brings up an interesting point of uh, normally when I'm watching a movie, I do a little bit of doom scrolling sometimes. Yeah. But today, when I saw this, I did dune scrolling. Did you do any dune scrolling? For this, I did. I, I I looked up some stuff. Yeah. Yes, yes, please. Um, look, look, we got it. Den of Geek, they got it. I mean, these people are amazing <laughs> with dynamic writing. <laughs> um, I looked up an article called Denis Villeneuve: The Biggest Difference Between Dune and 2021 in Frank Herbert's novel. And then uh-huh. I got the denim. I read geek. that one too. <laughs> yeah. Dune 2021 versus 1984, which is where the thought of about the desert came into my mind uh, because I copied it. We just read it. Um, but, uh, but yeah, I, I looked at those. Siskel and Ebert called it the worst move. One of the worst movies of 1984. Mm, <laughs> wow. Come on, guys. Siskel, Siskel called it an unintelligible gross out. <laughs> well, I I see I see how those two guys might not be open to some of that imagery. Yes. yes, I could see that. I could see them being like, "This isn't what movies are supposed to be like. This is not a movie. I don't like it." I mean, yeah, and I see their point. Yeah, they're t- too busy watching my dinner with Andre. Well, yeah. For me, I did, I did, uh, because uh, the focus of this podcast, for me anyway, is very like, oh, was there any, um, anything triggering in here? And uh, extreme premature birth. Uh, yeah, that's pretty triggering. Um, so I immediately Googled, does the baby live? Is the baby okay? It oh, doesn't yes. look okay. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, yes. Yeah. And the baby's fine. The baby's fine. Yes. So I immediately Googled that. And, Which has uh, some fun there, though, with that with that uh, fetus imagery. Ooh. Like, he really... Uh, yeah, the weird fetus. Yeah, that is. Uh, that is. Yeah, that, that's that's upsetting. I mean, like, she got the... She drank the thing, and then the baby came out, and I'm like, oh, not okay. Oh, totally fine. All right. Cool. Yeah. Uh, no problems there. And then I, I looked up, is Max Monsito in Star Wars? And he is. Huh. He's in, in the Force news? Awakens. Yeah. Oh, in Force, Force Awakens. Awakens, right. Yeah, let's forget yeah. about that. That's, you know, yeah, we don't need to. Yeah, and then uh, I looked up uh, Alicia Witt, and uh, if you Google her, you will find an incredibly sad story about her dead parents. So maybe don't oh, no. do that. <laughs> maybe don't do that. Well, they died of natural causes. They were um, very strange people who died of natural causes. Um, okay. Are they like yeah. no medicine People yeah, I something? think so. I think they were like hoarders or so, something. Something was off, and then their heat yeah. went out, and they. Uh, I can't wait to get bummed out reading this article. <laughs> yeah, you're gonna. I know you're gonna look it up. It now. sounds very tragic. You sounded like she yeah. she tried she did a lot she to try to, to to try to help them, and they didn't. Yeah. But, but yeah. yeah, yeah, depressing story, but perhaps a uh, perhaps not a rare story. Yeah, uh, perhaps uh, not. Yeah. I mean, yeah. uh, who 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 can say? But a a great child actress, 
um, like with all the seriousness really of an adult, which kind of makes sense when you read the story about her parents. Like, hmm, hmm. you might have had to have been a little bit of a grown up as a small child. Like it kind right. of comes back like, huh, I might hmm. be where you got that from. Right. Ryan, did you do any dune scrolling? I mean, I looked up like a lot of stuff because I was like trying to like not sound like a moron about dune. Um, mm -hmm. the, the biggest thing was I was trying to figure out how many planets are we on? How many planets do you oh, think hey. Dune yeah. takes place yeah. on? Well, yeah. the 1984 Dune, they they have that thing yeah. where they're like, you know, they give you the, the prime. Map. Yeah, yes. they, yeah, there it is. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. So, yeah, so Dune. There you go. It's a four planet yeah. movie. Yeah. Uh, but there's uh, not which, like there's the there's a Harkonnen pl planet. Then yeah. there's um, the Atreides planet. Mm -hmm. yeah. You're only on that for the first part, and then. And then there's really uh, Dune, Arrakis. Arrakis, and then wait, and is, there some, is there something G else? Giddy Prime or Giddy Prime? There's, there's Giddy Prime, yeah. Kitein. That's where the Harkonnens live, yeah. right? Yeah, there's a Harkonnen, and then there's one that just the Baron lives on, or something. Just I, the yeah, Harkonnen lives on Gedi Prime, Jedi mm -hmm. Prime. Get it's Giddy. I think it's he lives Gidi. in the Getty. <laughs> he lives at the Getty. <laughs> at the Getty, but the Malibu mm. one. Yeah, uh, <laughs> the villain. The, uh, yeah, then there's the home of the emperor of the known universe. <laughs> some, of the, yeah. some of the phrases are just like, oh my, really? Oh, the emperor it's of the like... known universe. That's Miguel Ferrer. Or no, not Miguel Ferrer. Jose Ferrer. Jose, Jose, Ferrer. Jose, Ferrer. Jose, Ferrer. Yes. Jose Ferrer. Yeah. Yes. The one who was married to Audrey Hepburn. Yes. Audrey Hepburn married that guy. It's very like 60. It's very clearly like when you're reading Dune 2, too, it's like very clearly like pulp. Yeah. Pulp, yes. Like partly pulpy. Like, but yes. you read you read all the pages, Ryan. You read what, fifteen pages, twenty pages of Dune? I read some pages of Dune. I probably got about fifty <laughs> pages. I did the, a similar thing where when Dune, the, when the new Dune was coming out, I was like, you know what, I'm going to be a Dune guy, and I'm going to mm -hmm. like re try to read all of Dune. And Dune is just a massive book, and it's dense, it's and massive. it takes time. And and so I got I got around forty, fifty pages in, and saw the kind of the basic writing style. But no, I did not uh, read the whole, read all of Dune. Yeah, but uh. Yeah. One other cool thing about the book uh, that David Lynch does is, and Virginia Madsen is so amazing in the yes. movie and just like, yeah. uh, and beautiful and just f freaky, kind of like mysterious and ethereal. And uh, like every chapter of Dune starts with this ancient text that mm -hmm. you kind of like read through and you get like a, uh, or no, it's the text. It's from the few, I think it's like from the future and you're reading about mm -hmm. the present. And so, yeah, the, when Dune 1984 starts, it's this big, amazing noise. Like, it's almost like the, it's like, the beginning is a very delicate time. And that's Virginia mm -hmm. Madsen reading one of those. She's the princess Irulan. Uh, and that's like in the future, I think. Never mind. Hey, Dune guys. All right. We're redefining Dune discourse. So don't call us out on every little thing. We don't have it all in front of us. Okay. Dune Reddit. Just calm down. We're new. Um, okay. I love that yeah. opening. That opening is brilliant. And I love um, it, it yes. because it, it, lay, it actually lays out a lot. It actually clarifies quite a bit that needs clarification. Mm -hmm. And there's a great joke in it. Which is she go? She fades away, and then she comes she says, back and oh, says, "Oh, thing. whoops! I forgot." One more <laughs> oh yeah, that's true. That's true. And I think that was like forced on them from the yeah. studio. Like they were like, she has to say stuff, and so like, yeah. I, I read a criticism of it that it looks chintzy with the star background, and I'm like, that's one of the best things about it. Like it's. I, about the movie like I love that narration <laughs> the movie's pretty dorky anyway yeah. like it's it's I think it's the David Lynch 
is so weird because he's so dorky and so creepy at the same time, which is just a unique. It's just so unique. Yeah. Yeah. He's like really dorky, but he is so good at making images that like make you feel emotionally sick and (laughs) repulsed, like we're emotionally repulsed. Yeah. Like there's yeah. emotion involved in how disgusting shit is. Like, you know what? Yeah. I think it's like an emotional zolly, you know, that thing where you push in and pull out and it's like something. Mm-hmm. So your brain is just kind of like, like, I'm so horrified by this. I can't stop looking at it. Like, mm-hmm. yes. it's so not okay. I can't stop looking at it. And it's, it's, yeah, I think that the, the, the face, the face pimples and just the general hideousness yeah. of Harkonnen is and he's floating and it's like this is so stupid he's floating yeah. <laughs> I'll say something about 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 Lynch this is the first time we've talked about a Lynch movie on yeah. in, in depth on this show which and it's odd that it's Dune is, is but is the one is that I prefer in general Lynch's movies that are not the ones that pref- kind of um telegraph their darkness from the beginning like for I mean like I like Lost Highway but yeah. you know in the first five seconds of that movie that you're going to watch a very dark, intense, scary right. movie. And the ones that I like, the ones that I kind of prefer are the straight story kind of films. I like this film. I like Elephant Man movies where it could, you know, it's a little bit more conventional. And then when those moments come up and they're very odd and disturbing, it feels like an assault because it feels like yeah. this is not what I expected in this kind of normal Hollywood movie or this or right. in the case of straight story, a movie, a G rated movie with Richard Farnsworth or whatever. I didn't expect this uh, something odd or an image that's kind of disturbing. Mm-hmm. And I think there's something yeah. to be said for that, that like that, like being caught off guard is like is that's how I, I like my Lynch a little bit more. Uh, Yeah, I was caught off guard and loved the straight story. Mm -hmm. Um, I love the straight. Yeah, it's an incredible movie. And I think that might have been him. I just imagined that it was him kind of going like, I just want to do a movie with no fucking shock. Like I'm not trying. I want to get. Yeah. I want to eliminate this thing that I'm very good at and just do a straight. And it's so brilliant. Yeah, it's one of his best movies. I think. Um, I do like the. the I like all the telegraph darkness shit too. I just like kind of love it all. Mall yeah. and Drive, like it's a noir. The the I get what you're saying, yeah, because it's like this is gonna be fucked up, but like yeah. it's him doing noir, so I don't mind it as much. Like it's him kind of going like the beginning of Mall and Drive, just like desperate women, you know, and like kind of like, but then it yeah. goes fucking insane. Mall and Drive but, and Blue Velvet are a- also the the. They're, they also start like Blue Velvet starts at least in the housing of a of a suburban you know yeah. uh, story or something. Yeah, you know so he does the chicken it, walk. He's like, look, can you do the chicken walk? Yeah, and you know it's like so <laughs> it's so Bob's big boy. Like. But I feel like now watching that movie, it's like it's so obvious because it's set in suburbia. That there has to be a dark side to suburbia, and. It's they used to make movies where there was no dark side. It was just not every suburbia. movie about suburbia had a dark it side. It used to be. It used to yeah. be, but now it's like, ooh, what spooky things gonna happen? Yeah, you gotta learn a lesson. About, yeah. yeah, it's not just like things were fine and we drove nice cars. Uh, yeah, I don't know. before yeah. Blue Velvet, it, yeah, summer yeah, camp suburbia. too. Nothing good yeah. happens at summer camp. Well, no, that's true. <laughs> there were good summer camp movies. Too. Memories, meatballs, memories. yeah. The people used meatballs, to have fun at summer camp yeah. before. Uh, yeah. It's more about sex. Yeah. Dirty dancing. Yeah. Dirty dancing happened. Uh, walk in the cloud. Walk in the, not walk in the clouds. Uh, walk on the moon. The Diane Lane having an affair uh, at summer camp. Oh, really? 
That's a good summer camp. Adult, that, adult summer camp kind of thing. Yeah. Oh, it's their adult summer camp. Okay. Yeah, it's like one. Of, it's the same kind of setup as as Dirty Dancing, where they're they're going to a place where there's stuff for kids, there's stuff for adults, and then they're spending the summer there. Um, right. It's the year that Dirty Dancing's like the Catskills, right? Supposed to yeah, represent. I, yeah, I think it. I think it's. I think it maybe it's the same place. It's like people would go yeah. upstate. I've seen that movie so many times, Dirty Dancing, because it was like always on and then girls in my life when i was like in elementary school sixth grade they would watch dirty dancing uh-huh. it was like a big deal and uh so I've, i have memorized the the song they sing like the yeah the the world of dirty dancing is so cozy it's like this cozy yeah. vacation spot you know it's great but it's called kellerman's and they sing this song at Kellerman's, the friendship lasts long as the moments that and i have had it in my in my uh, head for most of my life. Wish so, I. So, did you have girls in your family? Is this how this happened? No, like my neighborhood. Oh yeah. wait, so you grew up in a suburban town where there wasn't darkness? <laughs> no, there was a lot of darkness. <laughs> there was darkness. There was darkness. You peel back the layers. There was an ear in every yard. Oh, chicken in every pot. <laughs> I was I was walking my dog along this creek uh, in the Angeles National Forest, and um, very recently in. She, very Lynchian way, like went away. I couldn't find her. I was like, come here, peaches, come here. And she runs up with a full on femur bone, like a <gasps> large bone that I immediately was like, oh my God. And I immediately shot to Blue Velvet, him finding the ear in the yard. It was just Ugh. like, oh my God. I took a picture of it and apparently it was a coyote bone, which makes sense. That's what they always say. Yeah. That happens in a... <laughs> In the burbs, that's that's how they find out their neighbors are murdering people as a femur. Oh, uh, yeah. Is that right? Uh, I don't think yeah. that I've ever seen the burbs. That's a terrific I've, movie. Oh. That's a, a good Joe Dante movie. And he comes, the, I think, so they dig up a bone and the neighbor's like, it's this, that's a femur, Tom Hanks. Yeah. Is like, that's not a femur. But, the funniest um, part of that movie to me was when they're, <laughs> they go over to the house and uh, Tom Hanks is being offered two things, uh, pretzels and uh, sardines. Mm-hmm. And he ends up putting a sardine on the pretzel. And when I was a kid, I was like, I don't think I will ever see an image that's better than that. At- yeah. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Good, Gross good comedy, the burbs. Gross. Um, is Corey yeah. Feldman in that? Is he? Because that's uh, yes. like. Yeah. Yeah. That's like uh, 1980, late 80s. So is he in his Michael Jackson Thing I think he is. I think he. I think that Do is they where keep he's. Him I don't... From that, there's a fit. There must be a. Neg- I wonder if it's in his contract. He gets to like wear his own clothes and he just dresses like Michael Jackson. Er- did he? In... He did that. In, I'm not imagining that, right? He did. It's been a while since I've seen like Dream a Little Dream in some of those movies. But no, he, he did he... that in the Corey movie. The Corey's movies. Yeah, Dream a Little okay. Dream. Okay. So Which one of liked... them is dead? Corey Haim. Uh, Corey Haim is dead, okay. and Corey Feldman is still killing it, uh, touring with his band Corey and the Angels. I think. Yes, um, uh, Millennium. Uh, <laughs> have you ever yeah. seen the music video for Ascension Millennium? Is a I have. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Interesting. So, what was going on in your? <laughs> I have to get to the bottom of this. What was going on in your home that you were watching Dune when you were seven? <laughs> um, older brothers. You know, nerdy. Oh, okay. My brother's like a sci-fi head, mm-hmm. and I, I didn't even know what. At the time I watched, I was probably six or seven, literally. Very, it's so it's very like a part of my brain, like mm-hmm. Dune yeah. and being upset by Dune, 
and like being like older kids like this. Wow. What is this? I'm so upset. This is so fucked up. And I love it. I love Dune, but not even knowing what that means or is, you know, like yeah. having really no, I wouldn't even know it was sci-fi or anything like that. Anyway, I like, uh, I loved Dune, but then, then started to appreciate it more later. What was the question? I've lost the thread. I think the question was just like, uh, yeah, how how did that end up happening? I mean, right. you, you, oh, yeah. you kind Older of brothers. I think that's yeah. very common though, is that like younger siblings they end up watching stuff that's super inappropriate for them. Just yeah, because... like like uh, Faces of Death and like, <laughs> hardcore <laughs> well, that's for hardcore porn, for example. Yeah, <laughs> something I should never right. have seen as young. It was just like, oh, oh, god, nauseating. Yeah. Um, but yeah, David yeah. Lynch is very porny. It's very raw. Yeah. It's like, oh. But it's like, like it's like horror horror porn but like I remember watching uh Wild at Heart and uh and I watched it with my parents. What? And it was the strangest thing. Yeah, I watched it with my parents because I don't know I do not know how this is possible because I don't have I, I liberal parents uh but we were watching it and I remember just being like I can't watch this. I can't watch this with Dennis Hopper about to rape Laura Dern all the time. And I was like, I have to, I can't watch this. And I got up and my parents kept watching it. Wow. Yeah. You policed yourself. I was like, no, I'm triggered. Bye. I'm not watching this. Yeah. And I haven't watched the rest of it. I just was like, I can't. Too far. Yeah. Too far. What's what's her name? Laura Dern's mother is in that. Yeah, Diane Ladd. Diane yeah. Ladd, she's so amazing. <laughs> she's up. Yeah, she's Ugh. not like her performance. Her acting performance is like kids should not watch that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so upsetting how she yeah. like curls her lips. And, yeah, uh, oh. I think she has lipstick smeared on her face or something. Yeah, and she's, yeah. Uh, just got like to a, 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 a direct uh, uh, close up of her there, and then uh, Harry Dean Stanton. Also, she has like a relationship with Harry Dean Stanton. In the movie, that's a great movie. Just anyone that. having a relationship with Harry Dean Stanton is scary to me. Harry Dean Stanton. <gasps> um, <laughs> yeah. Um, this movie you want to go to Dan Tannis just going want to watch me troll for pussy at Dan Tannis that's the relationship come on Jack did you ever hear the story about how how, uh, uh, I just hate it that's uh, his whole life Harry Harry Dean Stanton and uh, uh, I guess it was Harry Dean Stanton went through a nude phase oh I think this is he he went through a nudist phase wow did he Uh, I think yeah I believe so where he was like nude all the time and everyone gave him shit about it Except for, I believe, Jack Nicholson was the only one that was like, yeah, buddy, like anytime. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Where did you hear this from? <laughs> this seems like the strangest God. story. I hope I'm not getting public. it wrong. I hope it's not the other way around that Nicholson was nudist and that Harry Dean Stanton was. was you know what? I feel like Harry Dean Stanton had a giant giant dick and saggy balls and he was just dangling around like that he feels like a guy who has like a weirdly giant penis yeah it feels real good harry yeah (laughs) i feel like yeah he's just one of those guys that was like went too far he just got Mm -hmm. too he knows too my open pandora's box in like 1968 and just never came back like people like that People like that where you're just like, oh, yeah, I mean, Woody Allen. He's like, I'm just going to marry my daughter. It's fine. You're like, I think you might have had too much fun in the 70s. I'm an artist. This is a normal thing. I'm going to do this because my life is like this. Like, right. It's like, uh, no, Caligula was a long time ago. We don't we don't play by those rules anymore. Yeah. Yeah. 
Um, oh, speaking of actors who uh, 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 in, in Dune, uh, who are great character actors, two of them, I feel like have roles in this movie that then went on to basically do a version of the same thing in other th sci-fi things, uh, big fantasy things. And this movie doesn't get the credit. One is Brad Dourif. Oh, mm -hmm. Brad Dourif is mentioned is is was someone I was going to mention. He's so amazing in yeah, one for the cuckoo's nest, like Just very and everything. Yeah, yeah. Ugh. he and always then, plays that waxy, waxy mess of a person. And, yeah. Well, he's and I think like what he's doing is um the thing that he did it, it eventually does in Lord of the Rings, uh, the worm tongue kind of right. character. Mm -hmm. uh, this kind yeah. of slithery, very serpentine. Um, serpent is yeah. not the right word. That's for, that's a pattern. Uh, but serpent-like character, yeah, like uh, inside-out eyeballs, just like yeah, ah, yeah he's so yeah. good. Yeah, um, great actor. And, yeah, yeah, terrific and everything. The voice of Chucky, we all know, uh, Brad Dourif. Uh, I didn't know that. He's the voice. I've of never Chucky. seen Chucky, but I I did not know that. I just know him for from Cuckoo's Nest. You that's kids want to play? <laughs> that's so funny. Who wants to play? Wow. Did you guys see Megan? Not no. yet, not it's, yet. But I'm it's good. Very I like. <laughs> I like Megan. It's really? Good. Okay. Yeah. I do okay. like Megan. It's it's um mm. you know it's a comedy more than a, a horror movie. Like Chucky is like like I think they spend too much time, a little bit too much time, like justifying how Megan is so advanced and mm -hmm. how she's like her AI is so advanced. Whereas like Chucky gets mailed to a kid and he's like. I love Chucky. And Chucky's like, <laughs> fuck you, bitch. <laughs> like, <laughs> okay. So um. it's a little it's a little different in that way. Like he's like <laughs> she, Megan Megan gets mailed, but Megan's good. And like it's it's one of those movies you're like, yeah, they they I think Dave Horowitz, <laughs> uh, who's yes. a very funny, funny writer, uh, tweeted, he was like, you know, Megan was amazing. I both loved it and walked out of it. Yeah. And that's how I kind of feel about it. It's like, I wasn't like, I, you know, what are they going to do for the end? But I was like, I, I thought it was good. And like, I love like, yeah, just having Megan like peer around a corner eventually is so entertaining. Yes. It's great. Yeah. Pure cinema. Yeah. Horowitz yeah. Horowitz got some, got some guff, I think for that on Letterboxd or some people were very mad about like, how could you talk about the movie if you didn't finish it? And, uh, he was saying, well, you know, I just, I just, I think I got basically what the essence of the movie was and decided to walk yeah, out. But that's exactly what I did with uh, the Batman. And people got I mad got at you about that. I got the essence of the that. movie and I walked out and they were like, well, she's such a woman, yuck. And no, I'm you're like, a normal person. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Did that's you walk like, out of it? No, I stopped watching it at home. I watched it oh, okay. on, I was like, watching right, it on HBO five, Max. So I was like, five. you know what? It's minute, it's hour, an hour in. And I just yes. looked at how much time was left. It was like two and a half mm -hmm. hours. And I was like. It's not it's not doing it. It's not, yes. not nothing's worth two and a half hours. And Megan is one it's like an hour and a half. It's so great. Yeah. It's you know, short. you know you can make it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but I think I think that's exactly I was just I calculated the time left and I was like, I'm I'm out. I'm out. People were then going after Dave because of his like credentials as a film fan. You're not a real <laughs> film fan. Ugh, you have no place telling me that you did not finish the film. <laughs> Wow. Yeah, you don't know doll movies like I know doll movies. You got to watch them all before you can criticize. Mm -hmm. Yeah. All There's right, going to be people whatever. listening to this, and I want to salute you, going like, Daley doesn't know anything about Dune. Why did he do this? Ugh. All right. Then then educate us. Send the tweets. Send the 
DMs, fine. Go well, this ahead. is my this is my thing Please. about this movie because I was a little bit nervous about talking about Dune because I was like, I've not read all of Dune. I'm not Mr. Dune over here. I can't recite every character's name <laughs> from heart. But here's the thing: a movie, you shouldn't have to have read the book to enjoy the movie. That this is, I think, no. a, I think this is something that we forget is that. People that like Harry Potter or something, they're like, you need to do all of it. It's like, you don't need to do all. Some great books are shitty movies, notoriously. And so yeah. the movie really has to stand on its own. The mo- And, and uh, that's really what we're evaluating here is, is like, is Dune, regardless of what you know about this book or anything, is this a movie worth watching? You know, and yeah. the source material is not, I don't care about the Gone Girl, the novel. I didn't read Gone Girl, the novel. I'm here to talk I read about it. the movie, you know. Oh yeah, after or before? No. <laughs> I read it after actually because I was like, "What is? What's this? What is this thing?" Because I was so curious about the part where she's like, um, where she goes on sort of like a, a get fat vacation after she's supposedly dead, and I was like, I was so curious to see if that was m- m- expanded on in the book, and it's really not. But I was like, ah oh, man, kind of that was my favorite part of the whole movie where she's like, I don't have to be perfect anymore. I'm gonna mm-hmm. eat Cheetos in the pool and get a sunburn. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, Oh, it's great. She yeah. was tired of being cool. It's a it's a little fantasy. But I love that movie. It's great. Um, the other movie, the other actor that I wanted to mention here is is uh, who shows up in a, in a role that he would he would kind of refine later on. I feel like is Patrick Stewart. Oh, oh incredible! Incredible! Unchanged in forty years. Yeah, unchanged. Yeah, his face is just the same. Yeah, he's yeah. so good in Dune. Yeah, he's Duncan Idaho, right? Or no, he's uh. <laughs> The greatest. Uh, 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 Gurney. Gurney. Yes. He's Gurney Hollock. Duncan um, Idaho is Duncan like. Duncan Idaho. <laughs> but like, yeah, that's another pulpy. Yeah, that's another like, you yeah. know, super pulpy. It's like, yeah, his name's Duncan Idaho. Yeah, this was a 60s sci-fi author. Yeah. Yes. There's a lot of this Philip was... K. Dick that's like, the concepts are so batshit and amazing and then he describes like you know she was a busty brunette who was like <laughs> who like you know he had his eye on for a while and like her breasts were popping out it was amazing how horny i am so crazy but Let it's like describe her nipples for a while <laughs> yeah it's the time of just like cranking through a novel like uh, but, yeah, uh, why not but yeah duncan idaho that's good like yeah yeah, Duncan yeah. Idaho's Duncan Idaho was played by an actor, Richard Jordan, who I like a lot, who now dead, uh, Richard Jordan. That's Momoa in the new one. So bad. All right. Very and much alive. Gurney is Patrick Stewart, played by Josh Brolin in the new one. And one scene I would I would pinpoint as as superior in Lynch's Dune is that shield fight, which looks so, so fucking cool. So much cooler. So much and and you don't know why Gurney Hollock, uh Patrick Stewart is Gurney Hollock, is so pissed at at him yet like he's Mm. so mad at him and goes so hard on him almost kills him and then like uh and then comic lachlan has to fight back and they almost kill each other and it's because he's you know the messiah and is being tested but i just love i love the shield i love the look of the shields the old shields it's so good well it's very tron Tron, very tron looking Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's like it's game of thrones and tron yeah, to me it holds up because like seeing them blurred underneath it really still works yeah. somehow. They really nailed it somehow. Yeah, uh, but it's very Tron. Yeah, you're right. Like that Tron light cycle kind of. But it co- makes it feel computer. more. I think because it's so stylized, it it has the advantage of not looking like they couldn't do any better than that, but that it was a choice that they do it that way. 
Yeah, and the the Denis one uh, is the the shields are non visible, right? They're just like they're just like on your body, and when you yeah, get when stabbed, you, when you like take you a blow, yeah. yeah, yeah, like when you take a blow, it goes like it's it goes you go like you kind of light up for a minute, but it's not a <laughs> it's like a dog collar. Oh yeah, right. a little the, bit. It's and like, if it's collar. going, if it's penetrating, it turns red. The shield turns red. Yes, but if it's yeah. if it's just deflecting, it's blue. And I think they do that in both movies. Mm. There's another yeah, but- sequence that, that, that I where, where I, I got to say Lynch d- d- does it superior. Is that that scene where that hunter killer thing, oh, it's like man. that little that little needle thing, yeah, comes in. It's so mm-hmm. suspenseful in this movie. And I went back and I was like, I don't even remember this from the new Dune. I went back and watched it, and it's like a, it 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 doesn't. It's like a. Is, we're talking about just design here, just in terms of how do you envision the design of this thing? Lynch yeah. envisions it as a very literal, almost like doctor style needle it's flying needle. through the air. Yeah, you know, yeah. and it's very suspenseful. It's very creepy. Uh, in this, and movie. I think it was a needle in the novel. Like it's uh-huh. more of a needle than a bug in in the Chalamet one. It's a it's like a cool looking bug, yeah. but it's just not. Like, and also he just seems like he's staying in like a brutalist, like beautiful hotel. Like, it's like yeah. kind of like. He's in the standard, I think. Yeah. Like the uh, art like that he has. Indigo, w? Yeah. The w? Art, <laughs> yeah. He, he, like the art that the hunter seeker gets, gets uh, like caught up in where you kind of like camouflages it is literally from the W. <laughs> yeah. yeah. They're like, yeah. Such comfortable so beds, though, you guys. Yeah, Such just like beds. amazing concrete, large windows, comfortable bed. And, you know, and yeah, they're like, yeah, you're right about that. That hunter seeker scene. I think the first like two thirds of David Lynch's Dune, my feeling was always like it evokes a larger world. of, And, I, and also with the the princess kind of like doing the narration, like the world and the universe and the galaxy or whatever that it evokes is like such a solid thing and like the writing is just like kind of takes you there in a way that Denise is kind of like it's totally amazing like I really loved it but I wouldn't diss it but it just doesn't have that kind of like expansiveness uh that I think David Lynch achieves like even though it's a heavily flawed movie like the world it creates is more interesting and crazy and dynamic and like anything can happen in fucking space that's like yeah. what, I, what I'm looking for is like anything can fucking happen and it's terrifying and there are, there are societies and they have to fight each other and it's horrible, you know, and like they're exploiting these slave people and enslaving these people. The horror of that, but in a way that Denise doesn't really get. Yeah. And like the relationship is so the relationship with like Chani and the and uh Sean Young and Kyle McLaughlin is so hilarious. <laughs> and like like the relationship between <laughs> between Zendaya and Chalamet mm-hmm. is so much better, but that's not why I watch Dune, man. It's like <laughs> I don't care. Like I think they should have a relationship that should be more developed than the Lynch one, which is comically underdeveloped. But yeah. I mean, I care about the siege, I care about the aristocracy. I just don't care about like and I know they have to like have sex and have the well, I guess they don't. What is the Messiah? Ha- What's the prophecy again? No, just kidding. Um, I don't know. <laughs> that was the Messiah. He has to have sex. That's to, all the time, every day, at least twice a day. That's part of the Messiah. <laughs> the yeah. Messiah's deal. You don't remember that part? He's a lot like Keith Raniere. <laughs> <laughs> 
It's in the it's in the wedding contract. Twi- at least twice a day. At least twice a day. Yeah, I think the interior stuff. I think maybe kind of what you're getting at, which I agree with, is like the the interior stuff is more interesting, and the exterior stuff is terrible in Lynch. Like he doesn't know how to film. Yeah. The expanse of the planet. It's like, oh yeah, we're floating around in a little spaceship or something. Is what it feels like. And the new one is more like, oh yeah, we're on a full planet. There's like a. It's fucking a whole, amazing. Yeah. Yes. Like the, the outdoor scenes are beautiful and incredible and really do represent the desert and all its grandeur and stuff. And I, I think that it does win on that. Definitely. Like what the what spice mm-hmm. looks like and the yes. dust and the sunset and the. Yeah. yeah. Is. Mm. Very nice. Yes, yeah, you're right. Nice. It is yeah. all the outdoor stuff and all the action. The action is so cool. The thopters having the thopters uh, are great. Yeah. Uh, they're kind of like hummingbird wings are really cool or insect wings. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. really it really is cool. Yeah, it's yeah. It's sound good. design it's wise good. and everything. It, 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 it is. It's oh, a, yeah. It, it's Amazing a, sound. too. Yeah. 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 But I would say that where Lynch and this is also just a style thing in terms of what kind of movie you prefer. Lynch makes choices here where some of the interiors you'll look at a wall and you go like that. Well, that's kind of Art Deco. And then over here, there's a thing. Like, there's a part where they go, and the spaceship goes onto a larger ship, and it looks like they're going into like a Baroque picture frame. And you go, right? Mm-hmm. Well, that's a and pillars and gold and yeah. The, these are all distinct. These are all right. big choices. And when you make those kind of choices, you leave yourself vulnerable to people going, "Well, that's silly." That looks like a picture frame, <laughs> yes. but I don't give a shit that it might be silly for a second. That's not what I care about when I look at a movie. And so I, this is the kind of movie I like in this realm is give me, like you're saying, give me something that feels alien. Give me something right. that feels dangerous. And, you know, and um, like Villeneuve's version of that is like, I think the wall of the Harkonnen like layer has a big, huge statue, like mm-hmm. monolithic statue on it. And it's kind mm-hmm. of aus- the austere version. It's interesting. Like Lynch is more, it's yeah. He takes silly, makes silly decisions, but it's kind of like interesting. I mean, Hodorowski's would have been Ugh. bat, bat shit crazy. Yeah. That would have been the scariest movie ever made. I think yeah. I really think yeah. that it would have just been like, please, Please don't make me watch that. Um, yeah, there's both. Yeah, both he and Lynch have this like raw. They're able to like film things that just make you equally <laughs> nauseated. Uh, yeah. um, there's endless good stories from uh, uh, Hodorowsky's Dune. Uh, the one I like the most is he he recruited um, Dal- Salvador Dali to play the emperor. Um, right. And uh, Dali agreed to take it if he could like make a million dollars or something for mm-hmm. one day's of one day worth of work because he liked the idea of being the highest paid actor ever. <laughs> wow. <laughs> yeah. He was like, I'll do it if I could be the highest paid actor for one one hour of work. <laughs> some sort of weird performance art that he's like, it's yeah. not about the money, but it's the money. Yeah. See? It's just you the see? record. I'm breaking the record. <laughs> I broke the record. Yeah. yeah. I love, uh, I can't knock that hustle on Dali. Yeah. 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 Fucking, yeah. Well, and Orson Welles really, shit. as Harkonnen is, would have been great. Every every version of the movie that I see, I'm like, yeah, he would have yeah. probably nailed this. Yeah, Skarsgård is so good. And the guy in the Lynch's Dune, that's just so crazy. People think it's over the top. I guess it is, but... It, I yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, I think it is. <laughs> it's over the top like Dennis Hopper and Blue Velvet's over the top. It's like... Yeah, yeah. This, it's like, a similar kind pure of... Pure rage. I like yeah. the way that he floats sort of in a circular pattern. kind, of, And it is silly. He looks like a little balloon. And then yeah. in, that's actually a very good scene that I think 
contrasts the two versions. One is like a man floating around in a circle, looks like a balloon, kind of kind of nauseating and disorienting and a bit silly. And then the yeah. other is like a very strong image of Harkonnen like rising up and the slowly uh, rising, slowly yeah. rising yeah. up, and it's, evenly and, it's, and slowly. You're right. Yes. Yeah. Um, yeah. And it's yeah. it's a uh, and it's a beautiful. It's beautifully done. And and haunting to a degree, but it's just kind of like which one do you find more disturbing? You know, Lynch's yeah, the... Lynch's pure <laughs> chaos. Well, I think it's very uh, Red Dragon depiction. I mean, there are two movies of that. There's Manhunter and there's Red yeah. Dragon. Oh, right, right. And uh, definitely Manhunter is scarier uh, in the depiction of the the murderer uh, Dollarhide. Mm-hmm. Sorry, I've seen that movie a lot. <laughs> Wait, is is Manhunter the one with the dentist, the tooth fairy? Yeah. Yeah, the so it's, just, it's like the, the prequel to right. Silence of the Lambs. Right. Yeah. Oh, I love that. Yeah, Michael Mann movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, really solid. Synthy. Right. I mean, I kind of like the, the more like flutes and synth kind of music to Dune, like uh, that space music. You're talking Toto and Brian Eno here. Well, Toto, Brian Eno, and Daniel Lenoir did some of that Ooh, stuff, okay. too. They co-wrote... Mm-hmm. And uh, yes. and I think the music is superior in the first one. Like the theme is more John Williams, like Hans Zimmer does the music in the new one. Is that true? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm, I yeah, might yeah. Be wrong. Which but, is like uh, clean. I feel like Zimmer is so clean. It's uh, clean. It's everything not, in it is clean. Everything yeah. in it is is austere and clean, and it works sometimes. But for me, I'm just like. I feel like it's nah. I don't know. I do. I I think it's rad. I might be really into it and not know it yet. I'm <laughs> yeah. open to it. Like yeah, because it's so now. It's so like Jason Momoa fucking running and like sacrificing stand. his life. And it's <laughs> oh like it's like so Aquaman. Oh. You know who's the other one? Banna, the other wrestler. Um, that we have to watch in movies now. Oh, uh, his name is uh, Bautista. David Bautista. Bautista. Yeah, the, I kind of like him. The, I like his. I, I, I no. no. Hard pass on those guys. No, no. I'm not a huge Guardians of the Galaxy person, but I do think he's funny in those movies. Um, yeah, as the kind of dumb guy. I can't. Yeah, dumb blue I guy. Can't. I don't. I don't believe in wrestlers in movies. I just think no. Pass. What about The Rock? What about Young Rock? No, young, I don't the like The Rock, Rock either. Oh shit! I don't shit. like The Rock. I just don't like it. I'm what like, about Andre the Giant? Andre the Giant and Princess Bride. I don't Princess even think Bride. that's a wrestler. That's like an impressive guy. Well, he would beg that's to differ. A... Yeah, no, he's a wrestler. I mean, he... I think he's he's a giant. It's right there in his name. <laughs> he's a French wrestler. <laughs> I'm into giants. Uh, I don't like wrestlers, okay? Just, I gotcha. It makes sense to me. Just let me have this. <laughs> um, uh, now, and, what is... Well, go ahead. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, I was just going to segue really, really well, but that got messed up. So, yeah, uh, <laughs> I love it. I love your segues. I love your segues. <laughs> I was going to say um, one of the segments we do on this show is uh, is about uh, the some of the parenting choices in this movie. And <laughs> oh, because it's Mama needs a movie, of you course. Parent like that. Wow. Yeah. The, so yes. I have a question. Um. Would you let a lady with a poison dart finger uh, put a uh, put your your kid's hand in a magic pain box? Gum my jabbar until I <laughs> would I let her gum my jabbar until I uh, Harkonnen? Yes, yeah, I would. Well, you would in case I he think, was the messiah, just look, in case. You're you're look best case scenario. You look like Chalamet. You're getting uh-huh. woken up in the middle of the night by the uh-huh. Benner uh-huh. Ben Jesuits. Your mom uh-huh. is affiliated with your gorgeous uh-huh. mom. You have mm-hmm. a will they or won't they relationship? With. <laughs> yeah, hot, <laughs> hot, weird, 
Hot. Hot, weird, incredible actress, Rebecca Ferguson. Hello. Um, <laughs> I'm taken. But uh, there's uh, my ADHD has not let me follow the track of where we are. Uh-huh, but where, uh-huh. where, what are we talking oh, about? You, a, a jam and the gab, a gab and the jam. Um. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> yeah, the infamous box scene, so much more effective in the Lynch movie to me. It's hard to beat. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. The flames, like the 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 crackling skin, mm-hmm. and the performance to put your hand into the box. What's in the box? Pain. <sighs> yeah. The itching becomes a burning unbelievable and they don't do that in the fucking other one so it's just chalmette going like and then they're like ouchie ouchie no 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 mommy oh look marty high school it's not as dynamic yeah i do like the room in the new one i do like the look of the room in the new one you're right the look of the backgrounds is is one by Denis. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I would not let my son, though, to answer your question, I would not let my son uh, get his hand in the box. I would say, I don't care. No pain what, box? I'd say, For you're, baby not, Perez? you're not taking my <laughs> son to no pain box room, you witchy woman. Uh, take uh-huh. it easy. But then Lonely. how would you have the moment where you realize that your son is the Messiah? You, yeah. you have we'll to do it. Some yeah. way. How do you we don't answer do, that? We, we, you don't got to do the pain, whatever. But it's <laughs> either, after a while, I don't understand why it's like this, but it's either do or die like you die if you're not yeah. the messiah so if he fails oh. that test he'll die so like rebecca they they have more emphasis on i mean obviously they're like i'm gonna poison you if you fucking lose but there's more inf- emphasis on rebecca ferguson a little bit being like if tonight he may die this may be my last night with my son mm-hmm. and like <laughs> yeah to have sex with him <laughs> i would i would at least be there to hold his hand or be like hey pal sorry about this you know the one like, in the yeah. pain box she can't put her hand in there no, not hold that hand. <laughs> I would just be there to be like, hey, hey, it's all right. You know, you're not taking my son alone into a room to put a, his hand in a pain box. You yeah. know what? You know what yeah. all three of us, I bet, would do? A little, like the first five to six seconds of the pain box. We'd be like, mm-hmm. we'd be like, ah, no, I get it. I get it. I get it. I get it. So, oh, yeah, no, yeah. I see how it gets worse. Yeah, that's, oh, yeah, yeah, that's yeah. really hot. Ooh, ooh. <laughs> I think this is is just one of those things where I'm saying, like, I am a parent. It's going to be a decision I have to make. You are not parents yet or ever. I don't know. But it's like it's like it's one of the it's one of the things you got to think about is like, do you want your kid to have to risk death to find out if Mm -hmm. they're the Messiah? It's just like we all we all at some point have Mm -hmm. to make that decision. Mm -hmm. Ask Mary. All right. Anyway. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Okay. Uh, Second question. Mm -hmm. Um, Would you I mean, this is more for girls but uh would would you let your partner drink a uh, spice agony drink while she's pregnant or would you be like da, 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 don't no no drinking if it made an image as beautiful as denise kind of like uh fetus art mm-hmm. no i don't know wait he does that in yeah they do that in both dunes um yeah she's got the well yeah because she's got in this one, she actually gives birth. In the other one, I don't. In the new one, I don't think she does. Right. She's right. still carrying at the end of the movie. Right. 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 Um, um, so I would because it would increase the chances of my kid being a mentat or uh, you know a, a navigator. Yeah, like, you'd risk and, it. And okay, another difference in Lynch's. <laughs> another difference in Lynch's doing. Sorry to digress. Is uh-huh. 
the fucking navigators is one of the coolest intros, one of the coolest just opening scenes. Like mm-hmm. that navigator that's suspended in mm-hmm. water and just like like breathing out spice, like yeah. it's living so... that spice water. And then the mm. super upsetting like dude who like has the translator machine uh, that kind of is going. Bleh. into the translator and it's like you must give the spice but those and then (laughs) and then that the body the disembodied body of that navigator is then employed in this really the shoddiest the shoddiest thing about david lynch's dune is how it's it's floating through space and shooting a laser out of its like little disgusting anus mouth And it shoots that laser and the laser opens up space. Those are things that what they're doing is folding space. Oh, they fold time. Right. They fold. You're actually actually traveling without moving. So you're folding time and just hopping into the next, where the next planet is. Oh, okay. Right. And so what that's doing, but how they represent that, first of all, they do it for like 20 (laughs) minutes of this cheap ass 80s laser going like it's sub Star Wars, the laser. (laughs) And the things like out of its tank, and I guess just existing in a different plane. So it's like communicating it's okay with another space, plane. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. then they make this wobbly kind of like trail of uh, of smoke of like rings that you have to go through. And then all of a sudden you're at Giddy Prime or whatever. Yeah. And that is, I got to say, David Lynch, that must have been the studio like being like, we got to hurry it up. Yeah. I, yeah, I just hear they've had so much interference into that movie that David Lynch is like, whatever, it sucked. He was something. like, but can it have a butthole mouth? Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, all right, we'll give okay, you that. Okay, David. <laughs> I think I think that Mary should be like jolly old man like Santa Claus. <laughs> Make him um, look like Bob Big Boy. Uh, yeah, he is like Bob's yeah. Big Boy. Oh, okay, and now I have the last and final most important question. Would you have a kid and not choose to not get married? Crazy in this movie. They're right. not married. Yeah. They're the most alien thing of all. No. Yeah. No. Well, what, like, my no. answer is no. Yeah. No, what thanks, ceremony? Gonna, what yeah. ceremony? It would be so hard to decide this. Are you going to do the uh, the siege <laughs> ceremony where you have to like, you know, do some ill water thing and spit or like piss everywhere and then you're sacrificing your water? Or would you get married in the austere? It would be like being Prince Harry or something like it would, yeah. it would be rough. Yeah. It's a boring way to live. I wonder if they yeah. watch if they if Harry and Meghan watch Dune twenty twenty one and they're like, hmm, that's kind of like us. That's like our house. That's kind of like well, our. Well, Harry house. said that. Yeah. You H. know what? I didn't understand that his book Spare. I was like, oh, Spare, like there's not a lot of stuff in the room, like Dune, but he yeah. meant the the air and the spare. Yeah, the air and the. Like- I just learned that too. The air <laughs> and the spare. Yeah. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Okay. He's um. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So he's like, I'm not important, so I'm gonna write a book about how you're all the worst yeah yeah i can see that developing into a, a little bit of uh, intrigue a little bit of zanku style intrigue i don't think we're done with that developing story yet. into it yeah 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 the, the air and the spare <laughs> i think it's developed all right i think it's I developed think- yeah, Talk about a guy enough. with a will there, won't they thing with his mom, Prince Harry. <laughs> oh my God. Can you blame him? Uh, she's pretty terrific. <laughs> oh, yes. The world's Prince 
princess. Uh, speaking yes. of mom, yeah. speaking of of, of of will they won't they mom, let's get your uh, MPAA rating uh, 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 yes. on this film. Explain the MPAA rating real quick. So a regular MPAA is for content, blah yada yada. We all know what that is. This is the mama panic attack assessment. So things that really jangled me as a mom, as a person, a birth, a birth person, whatever you mm-hmm. call it. Uh, and, uh, You're a birther. Yes. Yeah, that's right. That's what it, <laughs> that's what that means, right? <laughs> that's what it is. Um, and I would give this movie usually when I'm when I'm trying to just like not think about all the all the horrible things I have to explain to my child in the world. Um, I you know I like to watch some movies that that don't deal with those things and this movie is very like think about all the creepy things that could ever happen so it's a toughie if you're trying to relax um but i would give this movie a oh a major trigger warning for premature birth uh Mm. if that's Mm -mm. something that's going on in your field of vision uh, my kids don't mind that they don't mind that. They're okay yeah. with that. Good. <laughs> they can get prematurely born. They're, they're really fine. into Gaspar Noe, and they're really they love premature birth. You're yeah. showing them that? Yeah. Oh yeah. All oh. of them. They're, oh yeah. god. It's their Marvel. It's their Disney movie. <laughs> well, yeah. You know, you have to you have to heighten from where you were watching Dune. Yeah. yeah. That's why I do it. I do it to them. <laughs> you got yeah. to toughen them up. Yeah. Um, but for me, because I'm weak, uh, I would give this movie an R for um, premature birth of a fetus that's very realistic looking, like little goo fetus uh, that in real yeah. in IRL would not survive. And for just so much fucking disgusting acne, uh, very troubling, <sighs> just Ooh. so much creepiness. Uh, so I gave it an R. Wait, this is the 1984 Dune. Yes. Yeah, the other one, I'm like, the acne yeah, totally is crazy. Yeah, the totally pleasure that. that he takes in his acne oh, is like the yeah. sexual pleasure taken in horrible sci fi ice cold shit is horrible. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, ugh. It's yeah, not in the, the book. It's not so, in the fucking yeah. book. The book is G rated compared to all this. Like, There's no acne in the book? There's no acne in the book, for real. No. Oh, my God. The Baron Conan the acne, is like... Yeah. The acne, to me, it felt like a... Um, yeah, that is, it's just... It's so viscerally disgusting and like you under... Like, we've all had acne. I mean, I speak for myself. Yeah, I've, I I've had I all never, the acne. I, and I never got a pimple. <laughs> I've had all the acne. <laughs> I had all of it. But there's something about... I think it's the thing that people say about Die Hard. That one of the reasons why that scene where he's walking across glass is so effective is we know what that would feel like. Oh, it's yeah. not like rocketing yeah. through space or something. It's like... Yes, human beings understand what that would feel like. And the acne popping just Oof. reminded me back of like going to the dermatologist and then being like, well, you have a cystic acne oh, that's in interesting. the mm. Oh, I like that. I like that. Because mm. Die Hard, yeah, it puts in sharp contrast because you don't know what it's like to get shot at or shoot no. somebody. Most people don't. So you put that. That's interesting. Yeah. And so David Lynch, and that's, that's the same as this because in the novel, the Baron Harkonnen is on suspensers, which he calls the things that make him float are called suspensers. Mm. So like he yeah, activated his suspensers because he's <laughs> like one of the one of the like, you know, uh, like 
out of shape people at the end of Wally or whatever. Yes, uh, he totally is. Where he's You're like, right. that's it. He's just all bloat and yeah. disgustingness. And so that's why he has suspensors because he's, it's like almost like having a jazzy scooter for him, oh, a futuristic yeah. jet. That's why he floats like that. Cause he's so fat and well-fed and disgusting. And so Lynch was <laughs> Lynch did the zits to be like, oh, there's an even more, like everyone can relate to this kind mm-hmm. of like, cause he's floating around, he's crazy, but I bet you're right. Like Lynch knew there had to be like, oh no, everyone's popped a zit. Let's have him sticking little mental metal instruments into that and make it really graphic and fucked up. And then it'll drive home what this, <sighs> it'll well. define John Daly's life and define and drive home. <laughs> But this guy's evil. Um, yeah. He also he, later on he spits on Lady Jessica. And oh, and the and way he, that he spits is so. Yeah. That's, oh, goes, it's like so, so totally jizz. And it's he like, takes, like sexual. It's, it's sexual. And he goes, "I just want to spit on your face, a little spittle on your face." <laughs> just a, and he goes, <laughs> He's, "He he fucking dribbles it out like a fucking podcaster after a bite of a burger." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and then it just sits like in the in her eye socket near yeah, her. Yeah, it's horrible. It's, it's just horrible. Like, don't, don't, don't. David do Lynch was her. like, ah, yeah. let's take it again. <laughs> this might be in contention for the most disgusting villain now that I think about it. This is a really, yeah. this is a very, in this iteration particularly, really, really. You know, you know who I think this villain for, who Baron Harkonnen influenced was is another classic john daly childhood disturbo gross out which is texas chainsaw massacre 2 mm. have you seen that uh, i've never yeah. seen it i've never seen there's it. a character there's leather faces back but then the brother the crazy like squirrely brother in texas chainsaw massacre has a metal plate on his head that he has made through melting with a like a blowtorch he like melts wire hanger metal onto his head to make like a plate from an injury and it definitely harkens back to fucking like it was definitely influenced by that scene that the baron harkonnen i would i mean who knows if it was but that probably it was equally just like oh the 80s people really knew how to like ruin your fucking life with they really, they really went at it <laughs> yeah yeah the, the practical effects where it's just like oh that's a that's like they look it feels different when it's like it's not a, like someone wearing a, a suit and then they're animating over them a bunch of scars or something mm. yeah it's, and there's there's different. there's no sheen to like 70s and 80s but there's no like no. Yeah, just this... to their leathery smoky skin yeah, <laughs> yeah. just gross I yeah. got to get into t- the Texas Chainsaw Massacre sh- series. They, they, I've never seen two, and people swear by some of the later. Uh, uh, How many Texas of them Chainsaw. are there? There's like definitely three, and then there was a reboot. A ton, but there's um, remakes. Yeah. Um, but the first one is almost so effective and good that I never need to see it again. Like I don't, I wouldn't watch it. It's just I don't need to see that level of just depravity. Yeah. Like it's there's something about it that's it's like the Exorcist too. Like. I'm too much of a pussy for that movie. Like I saw it oh. in college and I was like, after it, I was like, I was really, it like fucked me up for like a couple days. I was like, ah, I never need to see that fucking imagery. You know, again. I've, I've only seen Exorcist once to, as well. And I'm like, I, I'd like to go back to study it just to see how it is so effective. But at the same time, I don't, I really don't want to look at it. Wait, are you talking there's, about The Exorcist 2? There's a sequel? Or are you talking about The Exorcist 1? Just one, one, one. the first oh. one. Yeah, it really messed me up. Yeah. Exorcist oh. 1 is, is a... 
there's some evil involved in some movies and that feels like there's a there's a dark vibe that is there a particular scene you're thinking of that was like you i couldn't mean let go of every every scene with linda blair is Ooh. like oh uh, yeah absolutely traumatizing and then like just it, there's something about the mood because like the effects weren't you know amazing back then it was like pea soup she was puking but there's just something about the intention of it that's like i want to make people feel bad <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Paul, who who directed that i forget i forget uh, who directed it but william friedkin bill friedkin, friedkin. Yeah. there you go yes. um <laughs> yeah yes it's sleazy it's a sleazy it's, film. it's what it reminds me of what stephen king said about kubrick when he saw The Shining, he was like, why would this man want to make a movie that hurts people? Which I never <laughs> thought about The Shining, but I do sort of think about it at the Exorcist. Yeah. I'm like, why are you making a movie that's going to make everyone... Uh, but uh, yeah. people flock to... I mean, it's amazing to watch. If you ever if you ever have time, look up people uh, in line for The Exorcist in 1973. Really? In oh, interviews. Ah. I will in, do that. That sounds amazing. Incredible interviews because people are just like, I'm back for the third time and I puked the first and I fainted, and but I'm coming <laughs> wow. back. And people just, they wanted that visceral experience. It's, a, oh, it's, it's a, so oh. upsetting yeah. to yeah, me. Yeah, we all know oh. what it's like to float and vomit. So Yeah. <laughs> um, speaking of which, uh, the, uh, the, 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 look, we're going to finally rate Dune 1984 on a scale of something specific to this movie if only this movie had some specifics hmm. in it god hmm. if like only, an image um, <laughs> that stands out like there hmm. if only it had a name or just a pro some kind of strange sci-fi proper name to rate it hmm. out of uh, we'll we'll have to think on that um ann and i will go we'll go first in our rating here um uh, uh, john daly your rating uh will be the official rating for dune on this show so, oh, wow. so we'll we'll talk about it but your, your rating uh, on a one out of four scale will be the rating that cancels out on the rating on this show and actually all other shows. Great, so yeah. you're, you're the final critical uh, word on this show. No one needs to look up any more uh, critical reevaluation of, of, of yeah. Dune at this point. You hear I'm that, just... nerd rant? <laughs> yeah. Den of yeah. Geek? Yeah. <laughs> yes, this movie shall be rated on a scale of one to four... <sighs> uh, I mean... Pimples? <laughs> okay. One to four pimples? Yeah, uh, uh, Harkonnen maybe, pimples. Harkonnen yeah, maybe, pimples. Yeah, that's is there good. Something is there something worse? Um, in this yeah, movie, Harkonnen. I don't know. We, we, Harkonnen we have... pimples is pretty gross. It's one of the grossest mm. things. Uh, lovingly popped pimples. There we go. Uh, I'll, I'll gladly go first on Dune 1984. Uh, yeah, David Lynch's Dune 1984 is a like stylistic uh triumph i think uh and uh underrated uh in its day the one thing we didn't really talk about is the movie does kind of fall apart in the last 40 minutes <laughs> it yeah, really does the movie is it falls apart strange. in a way that is is like oh no oh no I, this is yeah. sad yeah and so evaluated on on balance what i guess where where the new new version of dune is basically divided into two movies lynch basically took whatever's in that second movie and put it all in the last 30 or 40 minutes of 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 this uh, of this movie uh that gives you a sense of what you're of what you're watching is that basically what happens in the last 40 minutes of dune 1984 could potentially be another full movie worth right. of stuff so it's very truncated obviously butchered by producers and this and that and so there's a little bit of magnificent ambersons here you're watching a little bit no. of a film that has yeah as a fucked up ending i kind of like no ending, it doesn't but... no it doesn't okay go on it's okay well, we'll, well talk the about last that later. shot the last shot of the movie <laughs> spoiler alert <laughs> 
talk about this. We'll discuss. We will talk about this later. Okay. Uh, yes, we don't can't talk about the sensitive thing. Uh, I do. Uh, I do want to mention real quick the credits while we're talking about the ending. The credits are great because it's stock shots of everyone that were. Yeah, the credits filmed. are very of a time. Yeah, so weird. good except for one. Max von Sydow clearly did not want. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> to be shot with, they they, they used couldn't his get him. IMDb photo. <laughs> <laughs> so they he's clearly like rotoed out, and like some other shot of him is used. Um, but on the whole, uh, David Lynch's Dune. I'm gonna give. I'm going to give it. I think I'm gonna give it three and a half. I really like this movie. <laughs> I think uh-huh. it's. Uh, I think revisiting it, I really like it. Three and a half. Uh, uh, Harkonnen pimples. Wow, three and a half Harkonnen pimples. Um. This movie was tough for me to watch because I think, generally speaking, David Lynch is tough for me to watch, uh, especially now since I am weaker, uh, a weaker person than I used to be. Um, and I mean, <laughs> I'm joking, obviously. I I found the the level of ookiness of like squish and pop mm. and gore and lust and all of this stuff to be really a fascinating contrast with the new dune that is like it's all visceral like you couldn't have made two different styles of movie that are farther apart than these two movies um but since we're really focused on dune 1984 i think kyle mclaughlin honestly is boring in this movie i really think he's quite boring uh beautiful hair everyone has beautiful hair but mostly a hair performance to me uh but I think there's like, it's probably an hour of just wildly creative, insane, bonkers sci-fi that doesn't necessarily even feel like it's made by someone who has any interest in sci-fi. It's mostly just Mm -hmm. completely nuts. And I appreciate that aspect of it, that it's not like trying to fall in the footsteps of some other thing. It's just like, this is this. This is my take on it. The the after it gets into like running around with the sandworms and the sort of wrapping it up feeling of the movie that is you could just stop watching it just pull a the Batman on this one and just stop yeah. watching it nope you don't need to finish it yeah <laughs> not don't it's okay you get it you trust me you get it unless yeah. you want to see Sean Young and Kyle MacLachlan kiss or whatever so I would give this movie three stars for the first hour of the movie. Uh, three. Oh my God! Uh, why did yeah. I say uh, that? Uh, it's because it's space. They're in space. Three lovingly popped Harkonnen pimples. There you go. Pop, pop, pop. There you go. Okay, John. This is your your <laughs> final rating. Final rating. How many Harkonnen pimples do I give Dune nineteen eighty four? Well, yeah. Um, I I have to say it's so it's there's too much historicity or something with it. There's too much like life history tied in and and feelings tied in because it's such a it is weirdly a monumental part of my childhood where i was like this is it was the first concept i ever had of there being a different cut of a movie for example Mm -hmm. like i knew there was a four and a half hour version of dune before i saw dune or understood what science fiction was i was like wow Mm. this is so important that there's a secret version of it that Mm -hmm. I can see and eventually I'll see the actual movie, but Mm. I know that there's a four hour version of it. That makes it cool or something like that. Mm -hmm. So I would give, I'm going to give it four because I have to give it, it's just so it's a, it's so good. So you have to think like, it's hard for me to be critical of it, except for the parts that are just so obviously, but I usually (laughs) like, 
I watched it during the pandemic. I hadn't watched it in like 10 years. And I was like, I'm going to watch it. And I really just, I was captivated by it. It's just so creative. Like you said, it's so like, like every moment is so packed with like, Ooh, it's like a, it's like a Daniel Klaus. It's like a, it just is like, yeah, it's a spook. It's a, it's a haunted house of a mm-hmm. sci-fi thing. Like it's more like haunted <laughs> yeah. housey than sci-fi. Like it's yeah. like, um, but I, I love it so much. Yeah. I'll give it four. Let me give it four. Woo-hoo. Four. Yeah. Four pimps. Four. Sorry. Uh, pimples. <laughs> Festering Harkonnen pimples. Yeah. Uh, you heard it. This movie, uh, Dune, uh, 1984 has been redeemed. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Well, better this- now. Watch it on uh hbo uh, yeah i think you gotta i think you gotta rent this one I don't oh think yeah uh, yeah Dude, right. when that's when right. they both come together it's gonna be a a great i will you know watch both of those both like if i i'll go see the new dune on opening day like i i think it's gonna be awesome like i know i do like jason momoa and all that stuff like i don't mind it because like there's certain things about jason momoa where it does it is more like them the novel you know, like uh-huh. he's a he's a charming guy that you understand why. Yeah. Like he's yeah. like, ah, I'm the warrior guy. And like, you know, it's like <laughs> yeah. you yeah. understand more why Chalamet likes him. But it was a lot. It was so much was cut out. You can't judge Lynch's version. But uh, but anyway, very excited for the new Dune. Yeah, it's and, tough because there's certain there's some yeah. scenes where I'm like I'm like yeah this one is clearly superior in this version and then this is clearly superior in this it's a little bit of a Rorschach test what kind of mo- viewer are you is I think which one you which one you prefer but uh, yeah both, and uh, one thing they definitely do I think in the uh, much better in the uh, Villeneuve version is the voice what the voice sounds mm-hmm. like and yeah. how, and framing the voice and how important it is mm-hmm. and the whole Bene Gesserit mysticism is like clearer. You may be less interesting, but like clearer. And you're like, when he uses the voice, when he's in the thopter with the deaf guy, mm-hmm. they, they do, there's parallel. They do the exact same scene in both movies. Mm-hmm. And yeah. it works so much better in Villeneuve because she's like signaling him with her hand signals, like yeah. louder, find the perfect pitch. And all the stuff with the voice, the dynamic between her, the with, will there, won't there dynamic between her and Chalamet regarding the voice is so much better <laughs> and that scene is therefore so much better because he's like finding the voice and you see him struggling with it it's pretty yeah. interesting yeah yeah it's like he, he's like trying to ride the wave of the voice yeah yeah you gonna ride that worm next one yeah, yeah. Woo! he's gonna Can't do that, that. Uh, uh dr strange love also it's like why do they want ride the worm you must conquer shy halud but it's like what? Why? I don't. I don't. Why? <laughs> that has nothing to do with fighting the Harkonnens. You just but have I, to because it's that's cool. The ancient, it's the ancient way. I get it, but it's like yeah, it's the prophecy. You have to like literally get some barbed hooks, and no, you have yeah. to get up. No, actually, we're going to need you to get up on the fucking worm. Like, it's, yeah. there's, there's uh, nothing to do with. Yeah. Uh, let me tell you about the worm. <laughs> do they do that in Tremors? Do they do they ride the worm in the Tremors? I feel like they do. Does like Michael way. Gross ride the worm? Yeah, probably in one of the sequels. I don't, not in I Tremors like one. It. Yeah, because it's one, like you, you put the, the the worm in Act One. You got when one of the directed video sequels. Worm. You got to work up to the worm. Yeah. yeah. Um, well, working out of this show, working out of the worm and uh, back mm-hmm. into the show, John Daly, thank you so much for, go- uh, this has been an epic conversation. We went long, but thank, thank you, you so much, much thank for you being here. Uh, yeah. Thank you. Uh, excellent, great. excellent, excellent uh, talk and a uh, great movie. Uh, we, we can't thank you enough. Um, people, uh, I think everybody listening knows you, but where, uh, and knows of your work, but where can they find you? Where can they keep up to date with what you've got coming up and what's coming um, up? 
uh, check out my Instagram, my Twitter. Um, I've got more episodes of two Johns. Don't make, make a right. My podcast coming up lots more comedy stuff this year coming up. And, but yeah, that's it. Uh, you can't get much better than the, the than everything John Daly does. Thank you so much for doing this show. Thank you. And, Thank uh, you guys. This is great. It's a great show. I love it. Awesome. All right. Uh, please thank, come back thank you and for, talk thank about you for, The Exorcist. Please, thank you for making me watch Dune as well. It's a pleasure. It was like a pleasure to have a two Dune night last night. I was like, Damn. God, this is so nice. Uh, that's a pair of Dunes. <laughs> have an excuse to like nerd out about this shit. I love it. That's great. Dune is done now. Dune is done. Because Dune is done because Daily rated it. Yep, dun, there you dun, go. Dun. We will thank see you, you next so week. Thank you so much. Bye. Right. Bye. Cool. Thanks, guys. 